Hello there, friends, and welcome to Strangers in the Night, your source for late night VR gaming talk. I am your host, Wes, and with me, as always, are my good friends. What's up, Eric? What's up, fellas? How you doing tonight, bro? And my good friend, Roots Roots. Thursday is upon us, friend. Shit be dropping today. Oh, we did it! Oh, and we, <laughs> and we finally got the, the weird... It's always some technical weird gremlin that's crawling around inside our computers. This time it was Eric's, and he was people tearing all sorts of shit up. People don't believe us. Seriously, there's always fucking something. I and mean, it's like everything is different. If it's not an audio <laughs> issue, it's a video issue. It's just never ending. Yeah. It's what you get for buying expensive monitors and shit, man. This is the, this is the price. <laughs> I think it's monstrosity. Yeah. It's cool. My but wife, but seriously, my wife, my wife hates me right now. She hates me. Well, dude, your your graphics card hates you right now. I, I guarantee of, you it's like burning up. I kind of hate you because I want to have it. I was cyberpunk in here. I swear there was, I was like 100 degrees in here with my graphics yeah, card. Yeah, it's still warm in here from playing it. And I, I turned it off a couple hours ago. Uh, the good news is we're so close to the cool air or nights, right? Where that won't be the problem. Um, Eric, I, I imagine you, uh, whatever it is that you indulge in when you're not VRing 99.999% of the time, maybe it's Fortnite, whatever, sitting in front of that fucking screen, full screen. That thing is crazy, dude. That's super cool. Yeah, it's big. It's a big boy for sure. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's you know what's nice though is I can have like seven different screens without having different monitors. You know right. what I mean? Nice. Yeah, and because there are there is jank that goes along with multiple monitors. I've had it. Um you gotta make sure the refresh rate's correct and then like i i don't know man F flashes of weird stuff and then your obs is froze in the middle of a stream um i guarantee it doesn't happen on one monitor so. it better not how, they paid for it <laughs> how do you think the uh, temperature of your room is going to do over the next couple of days as we got new stuff coming out tomorrow slash today uh eric and uh i don't know about you but i plan on playing quite a bit of vr myself yeah i might do like 12 hours of it on friday <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh, you know maybe. i still haven't worked out uh have you put brackets up for that yet because i don't even know when i'm playing i already got you down man you're just gonna play when i when i say it's time to play he's got uh, us for three man. hours I, I have you for a three hour slot between uh like i don't know what was it like six and nine something like that well, last time we played, we did uh, the, our horde run was longer than that. I know <laughs> that's going to be the toughest thing because I have so many people coming in and out. I mean, we're going to have Tam two stop in, I think maybe, and uh, you know, and and uh, Disco VR, Tatiana VR, and you know, Mateo's coming in for a little bit, and you know, and you know, these guys, you know, they can't stay for a whole horde run. You know, I mean, I'm lucky if I get them in here for an hour, you know, maybe you know, an hour and a half. So you got to get harvest. Yeah, point. it's going to be a lot of harvest runs, and uh, you know, hopefully, you get through a harvest run maybe in an hour, you know, and then uh, then when then when the real, real players get in, then we go for board run. Well, you know, I, I to be honest, I could use some harvest runs because, of, again, that last one that we did, that last horde map we did, we made it to level sixty nine, and that ain't cheap, brother. That ain't cheap. It's crazy. I think I think you died on purpose, so we would end on sixty nine. I really do. <laughs> Dude, you died. You were the last one out. But uh, we were literally, there was two zombies left in the wave. Two regular ass zombies from making it to level 70. And uh, yeah, man. Crazy. Uh, we fell. We fell in battle. 
Six I, we did discs. get six red discs and like I don't know how many, like two gold ones. Oh, at least it was yeah. uh, it was nuts. So let me ask you this, because I keep hearing this six red discs. What did you get from the discs? Because I many times I've said, oh, I got a red disc or whatever it is, and then I get back to the thing and I'm like, or whatever it is they give to me, it's like, oh, this ain't shit. It's not as good as you. You didn't get what you wanted, right? Did you get what you wanted, Wes? Out of six discs. Not not everything that I wanted. I still need a better grip for my LMG, but uh, I got a couple of mods. You know the the mod things that give you like the chance of uh, crit mm. in your shots. I got that for a couple of weapons, and I got the uh, shockwave wrist device, Ooh. which I still haven't tried out because I don't want to give up the wrist rockets. The wrist rockets are so good, like mm. I don't want to switch off to something else. But what? How do you know that it's not like? make the wrist rockets look like shit like this is because like... you have to the way you use it is by punching yeah and not... you don't want to yeah, punch I just, I, i'll tell you what i do want to do is they're getting ready to add another one uh today yeah. slash tomorrow that's uh, a saw blade that's kind of like the mega man saw blade that bounces off walls and shit oh my god and just clears everything out Damn. it does too you can aim it or anything like you can aim the initial shot but after that it just kind of like goes wherever it's like pinball yeah yeah be super cool uh ultimex dropping today again free on uh, steam and quest platforms well i mean we came a nut here of uh doing that one again tonight it was so much fun yeah although after watching those videos today on the psvr2 i want to wait for everything for that no i don't <laughs> want to wait for everything as a way a ways to wait but man can't wait to talk about that stuff and then uh, NFL Pro Era launches today. Officially licensed NFL football simulator game for VR, multiple platforms. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic about it. I'm glad that we're finally getting one of these games. Uh, coming from a pretty much unknown developer, though. So, you know, I'm trying to guard my feelings. But if this, this is good, I mean, it could turn out to be really good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, there's no real good for there's no real good real sports game and before anybody says 2md football or whatever which is really good i'm talking about for people that are just coming into vr from flat gaming looking at from madden you know what i mean like at some point we need to progress further than uh 2md I'm just so worried, man. I hope it's good. I just hope I, it doesn't even have to be great. Just be good. Just be really solid good. You know what I mean? And, and that's good enough. With, NFL, with the NFL behind it, that's good enough. But don't be dog shit. Please just don't be dog shit because that turns a whole bunch of people off to VR. Because there will be people that go out and buy a Quest because, hey, I can play Madden in VR. And they're going to get in there. And if it's bad, man, that's going to be bad. I just the, all, all these big games worry me when you're like, all right, this is a, this is a headset seller. And then they turn out to be dog shit. So, just so be a good. word of a word of advice to all you aspiring new VR developers out there: don't be dog shit. <laughs> Please, uh, don't be dog. Shit. Don't be a cooking game. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like cooking games, Mash? Well, you know. I just got my key for Star Tenders today on PSVR. Oh, are you ready? I'm. I've been ready, bro. Born ready. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we do have a lot to talk about today, uh, a lot to recap, although I, I think uh, we're going to be able to structure it a little bit differently than our kind of free-for-all we had earlier today. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, let's say hello to our friends in chat. We've kept them waiting long enough. 
Mr. Lord Beavis says, whoop, Ultimax. Yeah, dude, it's 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 um it's the best free game I've played in a while. <laughs> Say that. Yeah. yeah, right. It was fun. Uh genetic blasphemy is here. Either way, it helps that Sony's gonna have a PC launcher on top of the store it's already got. Now that's a good point. Somebody was uh saying earlier in the chat, um I don't know. They were saying something about oh yeah, um I don't know. I remember somebody was saying that they wish they could play something on PC and you know, what was one of the PSVR exclusives that that's not outside the realm of possibility anymore. Mm. We keep hearing about PlayStation PC and uh, you know, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I think it would be something cool. I really, I'm more in the camp of, I want PSVR one remasters Mm. on PSVR two. I'd pay for them again. Like I'd pay for my favorite games again if they were a 4K remaster with like advanced haptics and all the stuff PSVR 2 is going to bring with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people would, but I mean, there's been so many people that like even Brian Paul, I think said that they probably wouldn't happen just because they don't want those games to be, they don't want to be lesser quality. Well, unless it's a remaster, right? It would it be a remaster, or are you just talking those I'm same talk- games on the? He's know, talking a full remaster remasters. with no, haptics no, and everything. Want, yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. want free backwards compatibility, which would be cool. But I mean, if it's not going to be, uh, you know, uh, upgraded and, and remastered, then I mean, I've got a headset that I can play that stuff on already. I don't, I don't need that convenience. Although it would be nice, uh, I want remasters, man. I want. Rush of Blood, crisp and clear. I want Here They Lie, crisp and clear with motion controls. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm. It's coming. Uh, Midlife Kid is here. I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, Guido's here. What's up, Guido? Um, Techno Glitch is here. Mepper is here. Traveling Man, good to see you again. Radio Runt, what's up? Fluke Rogi, good morning. Uh, Bluebell's here. Hello. And Wolveraza is here. And that's all my top chat is showing me. So if I missed you, uh, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you, everyone who uh, showed up and showed out for us tonight. All right, guys. So why don't we kick it off with the start of the show and talk a little bit about PSVR 2. Um, man, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows over the last couple of days. We got all pumped up feeling like yesterday was going to be the day that the dam finally broke on PSVR 2 news. We, we knew that a state of play was coming. We knew that PSVR 2 was going to be there. And in spite of knowing going in that it's going to be focused on mostly Japanese games and that it's only 20 minutes long, only 10 games, uh, we had hopes that at the very least we saw one new title. and. I mean, Roots, how many times have we said it? Expectations lead to speculation, and speculation leads to disappointment, and we never learn, do we? Yeah, but this one I almost felt was different. I felt like this thing, maybe, I guess it's every time it's expectation. We expected them to show us something, something we didn't know. I mean, I guess, and like I said, we, we got Galaxy's Edge, remastered, re, uh, the enhanced edition, which, you know, after watching all the videos that I watched today means a lot more to me than, because yesterday, I don't know, what, what does enhanced edition mean? Well, now I kind of have a good idea. Actually, I have a really good idea from watching Eurogamers 
video um just him talking about it so uh yeah super cool yeah eric i felt kind of bad yesterday because i mean people were pretty much universally shitting on this state of play vr enthusiasts and uh i, I felt like you know how good these games are the ones that did get announced kind of got lost in the wash here in all of everybody's disappointment and i don't know about you but immediately after we went off the air I went straight to the PlayStation blog and read the articles on these games. And all of a sudden I'm excited again. Did you read the, uh, the, the, the uh, blog post on Demio? I did. I did. And uh, I, I, I spoke to Amber uh, this morning and she, they, their whole team is extremely excited. And that was one of the things that I kept saying over and over again during, you know, our coverage of it was, you know, I'm super happy for resolution games. And if you are not, uh, if you're a play, a PlayStation VR only player, this is big news because you want to play Demio. You know, you've wanted to play Demio for a long time. And if you didn't have access to it, you weren't playing it flat PC. You weren't playing it through Quest or you weren't playing it through your PC VR headset. And you want to play this game. This is big news. And the fact that you're going to be able to play this flat on a console is big news as well. You're going to bring a ton of new players into Demio. I'm super happy for resolution. And this is a big game. That being said, still disappointed. Yeah, well, I was too until I woke up today, but we'll get to that in a moment. I do want to read a little bit of this uh, Demio blog post for those of you who missed it. For those of you who are out there saying, why would I want to buy Demio again? Uh, I, well, I already have it on two platforms. Well, let me tell you. Uh, and I'm just going to read through a little bit of this. I'm not going to read the, through the whole thing, but we did miss Sunday. So I, I think we have a little bit of this type of thing to make up for. Uh, and now we're delighted to announce that we'll be bringing Demio to PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation 5 in 2023 with a wealth of great features that truly make this one of the best ways to experience Demio yet. Haptics in the PSVR 2 Sense Controller's headset and PS5's DualSense Wireless Controller will each play a role in immersing you deeper into Demio than ever before. And it's not just big moments like being rocked by a fireball or other offensive spells. Imagine reaching down with your PSVR 2 Sense controller to pick up the different game pieces and feeling a different weight to each of them. That's the level of depth we're aiming to capture with our haptics implementation. The visual fidelity of both PS5 and PSVR 2 have given us plenty of reason to revisit our graphics to take advantage of what's possible on PlayStation hardware. If you thought the heroes and monsters looked intimidating before, just wait until you see them with our latest shaders. Refresh rate is a crucial part of creating a comfortable virtual experience too, which is why we're delighted to take advantage of the 120 hertz refresh on the PSVR 2. Thanks to hardware level eye tracking capabilities, we'll also be able to bring a little magic to our menus. PSVR 2 players will be able to make selections in Demio's menus with little more than a blink of an eye. It's surprisingly fast experience that gets you into your next game in no time flat. So this is what I'm talking about, Roots. This is the type of things that we want to see from ports. And uh, again, I just kind of think that in our disappointment yesterday, ideas like this kind of got lost on us. And I feel like we kind of short sold 
these games just a little bit. Yeah, and we and like Mash said, we were very clear, and I actually I said in the Discord today that we're excited for resolution games and Demio and for the players, but I didn't even consider myself in that equation. And you know, I'm running into that now. I've gone back and forth between the PlayStation 5 in my PC from flat games, you know, one can do the haptics, then I got more graphics. Like I'm gonna have both in this PlayStation VR uh two and um everything you just read sounds amazing, right? Like just the the immersion level, all those little things are gonna add up and I guarantee it's gonna make you feel uh like you're in there a lot more. I, I wonder what the basement will look like in the PS VR two room, right? Or here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. That's fantastic. 99% of the people know nothing about that. They have to have us tell them about it because nobody else knows. Hit a little bit of that yesterday. Take a cut, you know, cut, cut, cut the 2024 game that you just showed out and you give a couple more minutes to <laughs> or the NFT, the yeah, NFT yeah, bullshit, yeah, whatever the hell those things were called. That was garbage too. Um, yeah. I mean, g- give us, give us a little bit of that info because you know what? 99% of the people are not going to go and read that blog especially the people that you're trying to hit, which is people that are maybe not VR gamers yet, that you want to be to become VR gamers. Give them something else to look forward to or give the, or give the person that is a quest owner a reason to go buy Demio. You know what I mean? And Or here's the other thing. Give me one big game with those two. And it's a different story. We're not even, we're not even, we're saying, oh, wow, they're going to get that game and that game. And then bam, here's your big game that's not been announced yet. That we didn't know about then there's a whole different feel to this state of play it's it's not it's not the games that are in there that's the problem it's the pacing of the state of play and and the lack of a big new title if they just changed it a little bit change the feel of it the the feel of it is completely different because i we would be cheering those two titles that are there and then we would really be freaking out about the one that they just announced well let me ask you this what if um instead of kind of the embargo dropping this morning on all of this coverage what if it had dropped immediately at the end of that state of play yesterday do you think that would have changed the attitude a little bit i mean it would have helped it for sure because people were shitting all over playstation yesterday and it wasn't just vr people either it was flat people too so um sony got killed in the state of play um so maybe that would have helped um well that's why a banger would have helped you know yeah. something that would have really impressed the flat gamers and thought fuck man i need to get into vr and that's an opportunity when you're leading with flat game news and it's something that every ps uh player is watching that's when you want to hit them with something right and show them what what can we do in vr now i would submit resident evil 8 is fucking huge especially this is the thing everything kind of got went into context with with what came out today right after watching all these videos it made me look at everything differently like every game especially watching the them talk uh Eurogamer talk about resident evil 8 i'm like so psyched to play that i would never go talk touch that prey dog trash and with respect it's amazing um but (laughs) compared to this it's going to be nothing you know so. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, and we'll get talk more about the games in a little bit. But I hadn't committed to not going back into the Prey Dog mod until today. Like, yeah, me too. I hadn't, I hadn't been back in yet, but I, I hadn't made my mind up whether or not I was going to do it. Now I'm sure I don't want to. I've played enough 
I played just enough to know what I can expect now when this thing is properly done by Capcom. Uh, I can't wait, but I'm going to. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's see. Traveling Man, or was it Traveling Man? Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, he says, man, I blink without thinking. Imagine that. Like, if, if you're going to be able to select things in the menu by looking at them and blinking, how many times are you going to pick the wrong thing? It's going to be like playing Rush of Blood on the PS5. It's got to be. It's got to be somehow smarter than that because yeah i mean it's crazy i thought that was one of the coolest things too is like it looks like setting up your play space is actually set to be easy you just look around and it just kind of if you don't want to fine-tune it it'll just get the the gist of it and you go so yeah it certainly seems like uh like an advancement on the software and, and let, let's talk about that a little bit so let's get into some of today's news and i want to kind of break it down a little bit earlier little bit differently than we did earlier on without parole uh earlier we just kind of jumped from media source to media source and kind of dissected what each one had to say about it i want to do a little bit different here i want to talk a little bit about what we learned about hardware i want to talk a little bit about what we learned about software and then i want to talk about the games uh hardware uh pretty much what we expected here um you know lightweight comfortable design almost one-to-one uh in terms of form factor with the original PSVR, which is fine. I mean, the original PSVR still stands as the most comfortable headset on the market. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't deviate from it too much. Uh, still, uh, still got a cable, although everyone says the cable's nice and long, lightweight, and most all of them uh, said that they didn't notice it uh, after having the thing on for about five minutes. So that was great. Um, we did learn some things, though. Uh, they did show us the button layout and, and talk a little bit about uh, what each function does. Um, Eric, I, I in particularly was impressed with uh, how advanced the, um, the eye calibration is now compared to the Gen 1. Now that we have eye tracking um, and a physical IPD dial, that seems like it's going to be fairly seamless to, uh, to set up and, and you know keep a profile uh saved on you know in your ps5 so you can jump right into your games uh, yes going so, forward. so from from what i could tell because they were talking about having it be an auto ip ipd adjustment with the eye tracking and you're going to have a physical dial as well so you're going to be able to do it it's going to you're going to be able to dial in yourself plus it'll do it for you if you choose to um which i think is neat because not every time sometimes when you do these things they don't exactly fit the exactly what you want and then you're kind of stuck with it, right? But this way, if it's not exactly the way you want doing the automatic IPD, you can just adjust it on your own as well, which I think is a good, which is a smart move. Well, uh, I, I think the way the way that it's working, the, the, uh, the eye tracking is kind of an automatic setup and they can tell you from that what your IPD should be set at. You still have to dial it in with the dial. And, so it won't move the lenses on its own? It does, no, it doesn't automatically move the lenses, but it tells you when you've got the, got it in the right spot. It's so, you, There's that app on your phone that you can actually, for VR, that you can hold up and it'll measure your eyes. And like I just did some cut that customer I was talking to the other day, he showed me. It was mine's uh, 64.6 or something, just under 65. And so I would imagine it's the same software. And then like Wes said, it, it shows you and then you just fine tune it in. Yes, yeah, so there's a there's a like a, a cartoony model of a, a dude in there or your eyes or something. And when you've got it in on just the right spot, the, the eyeballs turn green. So it tells you, all right, stop. You're where you need to be. 
Do you think uh, it'll, uh, will you guys feel weird the first time that you're like looking at a character model, you know, some hot chick and you just like, just happen to glance at her butt for a second and then the game recognizes it and she calls you out on it and call, you know, cause that you're gonna see all sorts of weird stuff like that, right? Cause they know where your eyes are looking now. Gotta be careful guys. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it's all gonna depend on what game you're playing because I was playing Cyberpunk earlier today and my eyes wandered more than once and I don't think those chicks would have minded at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Over it. yeah, absolutely. Uh, sticking to the hardware a bit, we did uh, learn about this new face gasket. Uh, this is a bit of a different design from the one that was on the original PSVR. Kind of an accordion style flexible thing which apparently has plenty of room for glasses in there, which is great. And not only that, but completely blacks out all light. And everyone who talked about that said you can't see a sliver of light, which is, uh, again, it might seem like a small thing to some people, uh, but I don't think I can say that about any of the many VR headsets that I've tried. Have you ever tried one on, Eric, that has a perfect fitting face gasket on it? I don't think so. Not a perfect for everybody's face like is it i mean and everybody's face is different is it going to be perfect for everybody because yeah, it's, fle it's flexible style. the way it, it yeah, moves it, it forms to your face I, I gotta i gotta see it for myself on everybody's face because i you guys know i've tried uh, tons of headsets at all these shows i've never found one that was perfect you know what i mean that was perfect for everybody there's usually something that's a little bit off um especially some of these chinese headsets where the the nose piece is way too small for Big it. I'm just saying, <laughs> the way they are, the, the, the nose pieces are way smaller than you would think. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to see it. I mean, if, if anybody's going to do it right, I guess believe it's going to be PlayStation. So I'm looking forward to it. But I hope I hope it's right. I mean, it, blacking out completely is really, really cool, man. If you can get complete immersion, um, although you're not going to be able to see your cell phone when, when somebody calls you in your VR. Yeah. Uh, Blasphemy says Dreams has jiggle physics Well I'm going to have to get War Garble on Making me a motorboat simulator Right <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Hey that's a what, uh, Do you think they're going to port over that uh, that Sailing game into PSVR 2 With the extra oh, God, I hope so. Marineverse? Yeah Marineverse yeah. You could yeah. feel the wind blowing on your Actually that would be actually That would be a good thing for like sailing games Or anything like that right I mean, yeah, there, there's so many, uh, so many uses for the headset haptics and the advanced haptics and the controllers. I, I think, uh, again, and, and a couple of the interviews mentioned this today, it's not like any one department is revolutionary, groundbreaking new tech, uh, but it, it's the, this device is going to be the sum of all its parts and all this little stuff like haptics, like triggers, like OLED HDR screens all this stuff adds up to a profoundly different experience. And it, for the first time ever, and we've heard a couple of people say this today, for the first time ever, it seems like VR is coming into some, at least some of its potential, right? Like this is what kind of what we always knew it could be. And now it's finally getting there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Roots, when you talk about a face gasket that, that fits perfectly, um, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm not sure I want that because I always, uh, I mean, it, it would cause potentially a couple of issues. First of all, I like that little gap so that I can see things. Sometimes I need to grab my controllers or look at my cell phone or, or, or do something like that. I mean, uh, 
I can't always get my, you know, especially if you're streaming PlayStation, you can't get your chat in the headset. So you need to look at your phone if you're going to uh, talk to the chat. Mm. Uh, also, uh, you know, fogging. Fogging is an issue on every VR headset. And even the ones that have, um, you know, gaps in the face gasket, the lenses still fog up from time to time. You have to pull them away. Uh, luckily, Sony has built-in solutions to both of these problems. Uh, of course, we already know about the revolutionary uh, vent that's built into the front of this thing, which people did talk about today, and apparently it mm -hmm. works quite well. Little to no fogging. Uh, but the pass-through, the, there's a pass-through, they call it see-through mode. There's a dedicated button for it that's easy to find right on the headset, and it's not like Quest pass-through. It is black and white, but apparently, Roots, this thing is going to be crystal clear and very usable. Uh, I think for the first time, we might have a VR headset that we can actually stay in for hours and hours. Yeah, well, especially because of the comfort as well. That pillow on the back looks so comfortable, and the old one was amazing. But yeah, yeah, I think um, I think it's 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 going to be an amazing headset to use for sure. Uh, Eric, the controllers. Uh, we already know that they're a bit of a different form factor. Uh, with a fam familiar button layout, um, you know, aces across the board on the ergonomics here. Most people say they felt like they, they were made, custom made for their own hands. And what I thought was really cool is even though these have a grip button, like most modern VR controllers have, most people say you can't feel the button. You just, you just grab things in VR and it, it doesn't even feel like you're pressing a button. You just grab naturally and it just works. Uh, ex exciting news uh, to hear that these uh, controllers are going to be as high end as we thought they were going to be. Yeah, I love hearing that. You know that the the adaptive triggers were so good. They were talking about, um, I think it was the Star Wars game, um, where they could feel that they could feel the uh, the difference in shooting uh, between you know you know you could feel more kickback in the controllers. You could feel more uh, you know difference in shooting the weapons with the triggers. And then they said they you know you could feel different things um you know with um you know doing different power ups with the uh, with the with the uh, with the triggers as well so I think that's going to be amazing um that is a big part of making an enhanced version not just the graphics you're making it a whole you know th that whole Star Wars game is going to be completely different because of the things that they're going to be able to do in that game it won't just be the graphics um it'll be a, it'll be a mixture of things and. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 just the, the haptics in that. They were talking about uh, playing Call of the Mountain and pulling the bow back and feeling the resistance, um, you know. And, and, and I think, uh, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said they, they felt they, they were on, they were in um, uh, Call of the Mountain and they put their hand up and they brushed like foliage uh, as they were passing by in the boat. And it felt like a light touch on their hand, like if they were wearing a glove and something touched it. That is crazy good haptics for a controller you're not getting that from a touch controller so um those I know, I, I, I know that both of you guys have um you know used the ps5 sense controller in the limited applications that it has had so far have either of you uh used the uh, nintendo switch joy cons um i have but it's been a while which is, that, what, what do you mean by the joy cons it's like that those controllers yeah, the controller. Yeah, yeah, I've used them. Yeah, th that was probably my first real experience with the potential that this advanced kind of haptics has. There are many games 
that you can play on Switch. And one of them particularly that I remember is um, the game is you have a number of marbles inside your controller and you can shake it and feel them rolling around in there. And the game is guess how many's in it. Oh, wow. And you're good at it. Like it feels like if there's three marbles, you can feel three in it. So when you hear people like resolution games talking about picking up the game pieces and that they have different weight, your, your brain logically says there's no way that they can make it do that. But I've experienced things with these kinds of haptics before that I wouldn't think would be possible. So, um, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment on that until I have it in my hand, but I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be amazing. I mean, we, you know, we know that, <laughs> that, that uh, PlayStation knew what they were doing when they did this, you know, and, and how they move this from, you know, from the PlayStation five controller to the PlayStation VR two controller, I think it was one of the smartest things they did. Um, you know, you're going from, you're going from the move controllers to these, truly you know next gen controllers um it's going to be something that that we've never seen before killer sam in the chat asks, how do i find the time to do all of these hosting of channels uh well i broke my foot and i haven't <laughs> been to work in two months so that's how i'm doing it right now i don't know how i'm going to maintain it uh but yeah man uh, i've what have we we've done one two three we've done three so far this week with two live streams on top of that and we canceled Sunday show. So, uh, yeah, I've been busy to say the least. Wes doesn't sleep. That's how he does it. That's <laughs> how he does it when he's not working or when I he is sleep working. all day. That's yeah, how I yeah. do it. I sleep all day and do VR shows at night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, not all sunshine and rainbows, uh, upload VR, um, particularly critical of a couple of things. We, we heard a little bit, uh, of the same criticisms from road to VR. Um, you know, we're excited to have OLED screens in a headset again. It's been a while. And I think a lot of people have forgotten the benefits of having OLED screens. But at the same time, a lot of people are forgetting some of the downsides. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Apparently, Roots, some reports of Mura once again rearing, rearing its ugly head on PlayStation VR. Now, uh, this was something I had more of a problem with on uh, Oculus Rift. Um it is noticeable at times on PSVR, but it never really was to the point that it bothered me. Are you at all worried about Mira? Uh, I am today after playing Rush of Blood because, it, you know, that was one of the things. It's dark in there, and you could see the mirror on there. You know, it's it's like a weird smudge. And um, and so, I mean, I, 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 I guess the fact that somebody's talking about it means that it's there. So... Um, you know, whether it'll be a problem for me or not, I, I don't think it will be. I mean, I, I still enjoyed my time in Russia Blood, so I'm more excited about the uh, amazing colors and just everything that they talked about how good it looks, right? So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think that these are going to be exceptionally high quality OLED panels. Um, but, you know, again, Mira is always uh, present with, with uh, OLED, especially consumer grade. You know, obviously, if this was going to be a $2,000 headset, we would expect a lot less of that, but it's not going to be, right? It's going to be $500 or less, we expect. Um, and, 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 <laughs> Eric you know, laughs. We, I think it might be 600 too, man. I th I'm starting it to think be. it's it 599 be. is probably the sweet spot. Do you, do it you could be. They, do you think they can, with software optimization, get rid of the 
the hardware problem of the, of the mirror. That's the only thing. Mirror is a hardware problem. It is. It, it's a it's a it's a screen problem. Um, but do you think with optimization with the software they can they can reduce it as they go? It's certainly theoretically possible. The Oculus Rift used to have something on it called the Spud Tool, right. and it was designed to uh, to to minimize mirror. Uh, but it had it, it had other like drawbacks to using the Spud Tool. I think didn't we? used to disable that thing by default and just deal with the mirror yep i i turn what was it the spud tool i think you can turn it i thought you turn it off or you turn it on or something i got rid of my mirror um on my cv1 there was a way to actually like get rid of it because I, it bothered me so much i think you but it gave you they say it gave you more god rays but i didn't notice it i didn't use so, it i thought it was terrible yeah, I never, I never turned mine off. My, my, I, I didn't have as bad an experience with it as Roots did or any of the other people that uh, I that were in my circle at the time. Uh, but it, it's just, it's a subjective thing. Certain people are more sensitive to it than others, and it's not universal. It, it, it differs from screen to screen. Every screen has its own level of mirror, so it's kind of a lottery thing. It's luck of the draw with it as well i don't expect it to be a major problem but there probably will be a few people complaining about it hopefully uh we all get good ones you're One, exactly right that way too because it, it happened to me with my valve index i i'm I, people talk about god rays on the valve index all the time and so people people are like i don't have any god rays and i and for me i just got a bad one because i think i have the worst god rays in the world and it's it's something i it it, it makes it a, a un, unwant i don't want to be in there because it's that bad and some people don't yeah. have it at all. Uh, also had some reports of reprojection. Apparently, uh, one of these games uh, was running at a, a 120, but it was a false 120. Mm. It was uh, it was 60 uh, upscaled to 120. Right. So basically, they, they duplicate every other frame so that they can hit that 120 frames without rendering 120 frames. Um, this is something, again, much like the Mira, uh, one uh while others such as myself rarely noticed it um either of you guys worried about uh reprojection at all with this thing uh, i don't think so i think it'll be run amazing uh, yeah, I, I, because i think it's gonna be it's gonna be on the developer and i quickly i think Nintendo, or playstation will tell them not to do it that way because it's not something that's automatically done you can either do it that way or you can run it you know natively at 90 hertz or 120 hertz so I think they're they're, they're going to quickly find out that they're not going to want to run it that way, and I think the developers won't won't do it that way. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful that there will be options for PC VR. Uh, typically, they let you choose your frame rate. Most most high end games do anyway. And if there's a hundred 120 hertz mode, it's optional. It's not defaulted. So uh, I'm sure that uh, the, the this is going to be uh, this isn't going to be a problem for very many people um I, you know on psvr one some people complained about it on there i only ever really saw it in, on iron man um and that was before i got my ps5 it's gone now um so yeah i'm not really too concerned at all about the uh, reprojection or reported reprojection on this prototype version of these demos so oh, what's up chinatown d joining us in chat good to see you ready for some uh atf later today like i know i know my household is pumped ready for it 
People could be right now. Early. It's, after, it's after midnight. Maybe that. Maybe it dropped. Maybe it's there right now. D, is it there? Go check. <laughs> Real time <laughs> review time <laughs> on the fly. Uh, I'd do it. Uh, let's see here. Anything left with the hardware? Oh yeah, one more thing. Fresnel lenses. Uh, some very big and uh, imposing Fresnel lenses. Uh, no reports of God rays. Um, which is promising, but no one mentioned it one way or another. Now, I wanted to reach out to Mike, to Ian Higdon, to some of these people that have, you know, had the opportunity to have it on their face and have played VR before and would actually know what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, but as I mentioned earlier today, none of these people follow me on Twitter, so I can't DM any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if any of you happen to uh, see this, anyone who has uh, actually played this thing, please hit us up on discord on twitter in the comments below let us know if there are any god rays um roots i know that um god rays are something that was pretty prominent in the early days of vr quest almost completely did away with it the the new fresnel lenses are much better than the old ones and we know that sony released a patent uh over the last couple of years for a new kind of fresnel lens that's supposed to completely negate god ray so i'm hopeful that that's what's at play here i think that i i think you're going to be accurate with that just because they've taken so much uh care to for every aspect it's like almost like they've been thinking about vr from the get-go from like the day that they put out the psvr one they were already working and thinking about the second one right um so it definitely i'm not worried about it i think uh wolvie i think um radio run you should run out and get yours right now today <laughs> don't wait i'm surprised people in the discord uh debating on whether or not they would like to have uh, bradley's hypothetical valve deckard or a mm. psvr2 and people were like deckard deckard what are you gonna play on it guys games i mean i thought we were gamers here what, are you gonna play half-life alex on it i'm sure that'll be great for a while yeah what are you gonna I, just, play on it? I think people have just decided there's no big games coming to psvr2 aside from what we've seen so far and uh and it's just it's uh, it's such a weird thought because we haven't even got the price or a release date or anything I'm, i guarantee there's probably a dozen more titles we're going to hear at least before release right so yeah, absolutely yeah. we've only heard one first party title and that's horizon right everything no else how, is ports yeah. No matter how much we kill this this state of play they had yesterday, it just means they just didn't do a good job with this one. It doesn't mean that there's no games coming. You know what I mean? So I don't. If anybody who's like, "Oh, that's it," I, I saw that 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 state of play it was terrible. So now I'm not buying a PlayStation VR two. That's the, that's the wrong take from this. The, the the take is, yeah, that was not a good state of play. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to have twenty banger games that are going to come out that are going to make you want to play it gonna make you want to buy it you're not probably going to be able to play somewhere else so here's the thing amazon gives you 30 days to send this shit back walmart does the same Mm. like are you really going to wait until they're sold out and then everybody's telling you how awesome it is and now you can't get one like come on bro yeah this is the thing it's all about the experience as well you know you can get the deckard but the deckard's not going to have the haptics i'm assuming it's not going to have the 3D audio. It's not going to have, I guess, haptics in the headset or anything that Sony's doing on top of everything else for the immersion, right? So you you might have an amazing headset that plays really high-fidelity-looking um, games, but it's not going to do all that other stuff. And so you have to think about that as well. It's going to play the Steam VR catalog um, in a standalone mode, and it's going to have 
um, like Y gigs type wireless connectivity. Hmm. That's all awesome, but it still doesn't change the fact that nothing is coming out on PC VR other than indie games and mods. And we've got perfectly good headsets to play that stuff on right now. So, right. Yeah. And you're... if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I know which way I'm going. Yeah. Especially after playing Rush of Blood today, because my thought was um, when I was playing it, was like, I, I was thinking about what you said. I either a, I was thinking even more so of a, a full blown sequel um, in that headset because it was so good today in the six year old headset. Like, I, I just want yeah. that game in a, another version of it. It's easy to forget how uh, what console quality means until you get back in there and you remember, oh, yeah, this is an evergreen. All, all of these PSVR 1 exclusives, they're still the best all these years later, even on the old dated hardware. Yep. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the system software. Of course, uh, we already touched on the um, the, the setup extremely easy automatic uh room mapping you just got to look around and then you can touch it up if you choose to do so but you don't have to uh, we talked a little bit about the calibration of the eye tracking we didn't talk about the fact that um they've got the foveated rendering the dynamic foveated rendering up and running already and while uh, i mean it's hard to quantify what that has meant for games there's two real takeaways with it one you don't notice it. Everyone says that they were told it was on and being utilized. No one could see it, which is a big step up from uh, PSVR 1, where the, the uh, fixed foveated rendering was very noticeable. Uh, apparently, the dynamic foveated rendering, you don't notice it at all. And the other thing that we took away from it today is the one thing that was most unanimous out of all of these reviews was just how awesome the graphics were in these games. People are calling this like PS5 quality graphics, even in games like Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, which is a Quest port, people were blown away by how these games look. And I got to think that that's in no small part due to the uh, to the use of the eye tracking and dynamic foveated rendering. Yeah, that's crazy that they can do that as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, that foveated rendering is uh, amazing. But John Carmack said it wasn't worth the trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was wrong or lying or had they hadn't figured it out. You? That How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Didn't he say um, didn't, didn't he say with you in Twitter or something that you were right and he was wrong? That's true. He did admit. No, no. no <laughs> I, I I brought up the fact that there were other uses for eye tracking other than just foveated rendering and he basically said I had a point there, but um he, he maintained that the, the gains from dynamic foveated rendering aren't what one would think that they would be. But, I mean, that's just what the Oculus people, who are brilliant, have been able to get out of it. These Sony guys are completely different guys, and they've amazed us more than once with their optimization. So, um, yeah, I, again, I, I'm very optimistic about uh, the promise of, uh, of what these games are going to be graphically. I mean, we, we heard people, the guy from GameSpot, when he said we should play in this uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, literally said, this does not look like a Horizon VR game. This looks like a Horizon PS5 game in the headset, and you're in the world with full-blown physics. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the game in a minute, 
but people were saying similar things about village. People were saying similar things about galaxy's edge and even the walking dead saints and sinners, which, uh, you know, most of the footage we've seen, I mean, there's a graphical upgrade, but it doesn't look like anything like profound, like a profound increase from the original game. So to hear people raving about the way that they were today, uh, again, bring, brings my hype level up quite a bit. How's it, how, how's it, how do you think it feels to be like Toby right now? Toby has got to be like just cheering, right? They're celebrating so hard right yeah. now. This Earning is their money for sure. You, did this. you know, you think, and you know that every other headset company out there is going, you know what? We probably better go to Toby and get our shit Never done. VR says, I'm showering and listening. Well, let me just tell you, GT, if you mm. wash it more than twice, you're not washing <laughs> it anymore. Hey, you gotta hey. Listen and shower. Not hey, shower and listen. Think about this. We're we're in the shower with you, GT. I'm trying not to look, bro. I'm just trying to be polite. You, you know gonna, who you, in the shower with GT? My mom. Oh yeah, she does. I I told GT's her she's gonna, he's married. GT's gonna be picking beard hair out of his uh, drain all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's man. see. There was something else I wanted to touch on with the software here, uh, but GT's shower images in my head have distracted me, so I got to think about it for a minute. Um, uh, oh, oh, of course. Uh, we've the tracking. We've talked before uh, with some bit of skepticism with how the track inside-out tracking would be. This is the first inside-out tracked headset that Sony's ever done. Of course, they had uh, uh, camera-based tracking for the original PSVR, moving to a completely different tracking technology here, and of course that opens up a lot of questions. We've seen Oculus, who's done it very well. We've seen HP, who's done it pretty well. And then we've seen HTC who have tried and tried again, and it just blows every time they do it. So we're wondering, is it any good on Sony? Is it just going to be okay? Is it going to be great? Well, thankfully, we had a true VR enthusiast like Mike at VR Oasis who put the tracking through its paces, and I'm happy to report, uh, passed with flying colors. He purposefully uh, occluded the controllers to the headset. It never lost tracking. And uh, the tracking area is apparently pretty impressive as well. Uh, Roots, that's a big load off my mind because that was one of the bigger questions I had going in about this thing. And now my mind's put at rest a little bit. Yeah, and it's the thing they needed to get right. Absolutely. You know, and that was one of the things Wolfie was even concerned about. Is that, you know, the first one, the tracking was as good as it could be. But I think they did a really good job. I think it's camera placement, right? Most Mostly. And then software, but Sony doesn't half-ass stuff. Things, you know. So I'm, I wasn't uh, wasn't expecting it to be bad, but I uh, did kind of doubt or was hoping it wasn't going to be. So. But yeah, uh, camera placement has a lot to do with it. Um, but the moments when the system loses one of the controllers, whether they be occluded one in front of the other, or behind your head or behind your back for a few moments. That's all done through predictive software. And, you know, obviously that's the difference between what HP has and what Oculus has is that Oculus software is very good at predicting where your hands are at when they can't see them. Uh, Eric, very relieved to learn that the uh, Sony software at this early stage already on point. Yeah, I mean, we, I didn't think there was going to be anything different than this. I mean, it's Sony, you know what I mean? You knew they were going to be good. You knew they weren't going to, they weren't going to half-ass this. Um, that being said, we've seen other big companies, you know, drop the ball with this, especially, sure. you know, WM, WMR, WMR headsets. So, I mean, 
I know I, I it wasn't really a concern for me, but I'm super glad that somebody I'm super glad that they did pick at least one VR guy <laughs> to go in and re, and uh, and review this uh, and not just have all tech people that don't really have a ton of experience with VR. So I'm so glad that that Mike got a chance to go do this um, to represent us and, and check those things out. And you know what I didn't hear anybody say out of all these people? Nobody mentioned that the cord was a pain in the ass or the cord was a problem. Right. Or I hate the cord or I got wrapped up in the cord or the why is there a cord? The only thing I heard was either they said nothing or they said never had a problem with the cord. Didn't didn't bother me at all. Right. So, and that's no big surprise. Um, most of us who have uh, enjoyed high end VR over the last six years have kind of grown accustomed to it. But it's nice to hear people who have been playing mostly Quest. Exactly. You know, people who aren't VR enthusiasts, not bitching and complaining about that cord being there. That's uh, very promising. Yeah, because we have to say that most of these people that did these these you know, these tests, you know, that did the demo, were not true VR people. They were tech people, um, you know, from CNET or you know, or, or covered flat gaming or you know, covered covered VR as like a portion of what they do. Um, and most of them were probably Quest Two owners. And actually, I think a couple of them said, you know, that they only had tried Quest Two. So it was. It was super good to see that that people they weren't like focused on it at all. Bunch of beat saber players. That's what it was. <laughs> you know what I noticed today? Um, I noticed today, even on the old six year old headset, or I don't even I don't think it's six years old, it's probably the newer model. Um, it was pretty light. It's pretty light now. And it's really thin and it didn't it doesn't bother me. It's it's a, actually a long cable. So it seems like they've just made that cable better. And that's good. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, what they've basically done away with is uh, the breakout box, and then all the shit that comes out of that and goes to the machine. That's all gone now. That's good. Yeah, Hawk one hundred and seven um, upload VR was nagging about the cord. I watched. I watched, uh, and uh, I didn't hear him say anything about the cord. You guys? Yeah. Well, upload did a couple of things. They they did a a quick review video, and then they did a uh, like an episode of their little talk show thing. Oh, that they did. Okay. yes, I saw. Um, I saw um, David Heaney do the actual review. Yeah, I, I felt like it kind of had a ne more of a negative tone than, than the others. Uh, but that that's something that I've come to expect from Upload VR. They, they, they shit on Sony products as much as they possibly can. So uh, I, I tend to take what they say with a grain of salt. Um, anyway, let's talk a little bit about the games. Those, of course, are the reason all of us are into VR, at least most of us, and that's what we're looking forward to the most about PSVR 2. And uh, Gamertag in the chat here says, Mike from uh, VR Oasis phoned me last night and said Horizon was truly incredible. The best is them all graphically, and you got to remember, the best of them all graphically, and you got to remember, he's used the most expensive PC VR headset in the business. So that is high praise. Uh, yeah, this this... I mean, on one hand, it's surprising, but on the other hand, it's not. This is the only first-party game that's been announced yet. It's the only first-party game any of them got to play. And despite playing Saints and Sinners 2, despite playing Resident Evil Village and Galaxy's Edge, it was unanimous. Everyone walked away from this saying that Horizon Call of the Mountain is the most immersive VR game that they've ever played, which, again, coming from a bunch of Beat Saber noobs isn't, isn't saying much. But coming from Mike coming from uh, Ian Higdon at, at uh, Eurogamer. Uh, this is pretty high praise. Um, 
what'd you guys think about the, uh, uh, we learned a lot more about horizon call of the mountain. And I think most of our questions about it have been answered. Uh, roots. What, what did you think about it? I was just blown away. I'm blown away by that. The haptics the most, just the fact that you can, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be because you could feel inside the controller when, when Astrobot pulled his bow back. Now it's just in your actual controllers. Right. And, um, and so like it's, it's every aspect of that game. And, um, and the way Eurogamer was talking about how just how amazing it looked in there, I think it's it's on another level, right? I mean, even Resident Evil Village uh, was amazing. Um, they're talking about it more than that. And I was thinking as I was watching it, it looks more impressive to me than Half-Life Alex. Like just all the shit going on in the, the jungle and everything else. Half-Life Alex looked amazing, but it was... A lot of indoor stuff, and it, it just wasn't what I saw in this video. And I guarantee it's going to probably blow all of us away. Uh, Eric, we've been pining away for years for our uh, Uncharted game in VR. And we've had some fairly close things, uh, some things that kind of remind us, have a little Uncharted flavor. Uh, but there were a few people today that described this Horizon game as mainly a climbing and exploration game. And uh, that was just music to my ears. Yeah, I mean, I, I love games that have a mixture of everything. And this game has it. I mean, this game is the climb. It's, you know, you, you have adventure. You have, looks like you have some puzzle solving. Um, you have, you know, shooting with the bow. Um, you know, I love when we see a games that have all of it. You know, if it's the whole package with those type of visuals, I mean, we could be talking the best game of all time in a VR game. You know what I mean? So i'm super excited for this title um i think i'm still maybe a little more excited for resident evil 8 village um but but i'm i'm, I'm probably equally excited for both but the, the potential of this title if it fills out to what it is and it's 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 a good media experience where you're going to get you know good i think they said like six seven hours or seven or eight hours i think they said uh, minimum That's, seven they, they said yeah. if you if you if you run through it and don't stop for anything seven hours yeah so it's like I mean, seven to ten hours yeah so if it's if it's a good experience that whole time i mean and that with those graphics and the good i mean this could could be it i mean this could be the, the one of the best games we've ever played so i'm super excited for it and and uh, and uh, i was who was that was one of one of them said that the climbing was the best climbing they've ever done in vr and i uh, truly gave them vertigo um looking down you know i think it was Euro gamer yeah I mean that's that's yeah. impressive, you know what I mean? And when you can when you can get that out of a VR game where it really really makes you feel that vertigo, um, it's it's going to be something special. Yeah, that's what we all that's what we all do this for, right? We're trying to feel things inside that headset, and it seems like at least for a little while until we get used to it, that that, that we're going to be uh, dealing with all sorts of feelings as we play through these games. Do you um, do you think we're going to be playing in the PlayStation VR too and for a few hours and then we're going to step into our pc vr and we're going to have like like kind of the opposite of what we felt when we went from pc to psvr and you had to adjust we're going to have to adjust the other direction and slum it in pc vr land for a while uh, I, I think that uh, it's certainly going to knock a little bit of the shine off of these mods. I mean, they seem great right now because we've been playing quest games for two years yeah. uh, but i think when true triple a vr games uh, arrive uh, these mods aren't going to seem quite as great as they do today. Yeah, even but. the Prey Dog one for Resident Evil 8. 
is already like you said i thought the same thing watching that video i said i'm not touching that thing again as amazing as it is i want the haptics of as the the flies are buzzing around me and all that shit. you know that sounded so cool in a horror game think about what i guarantee that's not the only thing you're going to be feeling on your um head there right so yeah yeah i did hear um, them say though that uh the couple of those scenes in resident evil were a little bit uh off-putting you know for you know like getting sick you know it wasn't like especially that scene where you're being dragged by the yeah the sisters where you have no control and they said uh i think it was mike and maybe somebody else that said that it was a little little vomit inducing anybody's played these mods uh kind of knows what they're talking about there because the, the one one of the only downsides to playing these prey dog mods is that they still use the flat game cinematics which weren't meant for vr so it kind of sounds like maybe there's a little bit of that going on here where uh, the camera's moving in an unnatural way. And I mean, you can only kind of nerf that to a point without completely cutting parts out of the game, which, you know, these are some fairly significant things that you can't really cut out of the game. So uh, I get it. I know what they're talking about. Hopefully, um, uh, well, uh, most noobs are probably going to nope out of the game before they get that far anyway. But uh, hopefully we don't have too many problems with people getting sick. Well, the, pro the only other way to fix that would be to put it on a cuts, like a screen cut scene, and then people, then that would suck. Now we're going backwards, right? Yep. So. Uh, before we move on from uh, Horizon really quickly, a couple more things I wanted to uh, touch on. First of all, um, a, a lot of speculation routes going into this thing that this thing could just be a tech demo. Uh, and while I think that it's very obvious now that this thing very much is a tech demo, uh, it's not just a tech demo. There, there's plenty of gameplay uh, that, that's been kind of uh, integrated into this 10-hour tech demo, which apparently makes use of everything that this headset does well, be it haptics, adaptive triggers, uh, you know, high-definition uh, HDR OLED panels, you know, uh, in-game physics, um, a very interactive world, uh, 3D audio, it, it integrates all of that into one package. So um, while I'm sure to some extent this game is being designed as kind of a nerf down tech demo, um, I don't think I'm any less excited for it today than I, I was yesterday. In fact, just the opposite, uh, I, I'm even more excited for it because in spite of some very clear flaws or, or downsides with the combat system, uh, most people still walked away. All everyone still walked away from this, saying that this is the best game that they've played. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I mean, it it's funny. It is kind of like you said, a tech demo. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Astrobot was like uh, it showed you everything that the controller could do, right? It gave you a, a a good sample. But this is a seven to ten hour sample um, with a story, and uh, it looks like it. Like you said, just from the very beginning, you're on that uh, on the journey on that canoe, and then. You get off and it's, it's showing you a bunch of different things but i'd rather do that than uh going to boneworks and and um experience what they called was not a tech demo i think that this is uh this game is way less a tech demo than boneworks ever could be this could yeah, be like uh, psvr worlds in a game yeah because you got so many different things here you've got swimming because they do show an underwater scene where you're swimming you got climbing they got combat they got adventure they got yeah pretty much everything here so it's 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 like a, it is it's like a tech demo but that's a real game though 
Let's talk a little bit about the uh, movement in combat. Apparently, this thing defaults to Gorn movement, where you have to swing your arms to move around. Now, I do think that this is optional, and you can uh, switch the stick movement in the uh, in the menu. But that's hearsay. I was told that. I'm not. I didn't hear it myself. Uh, what I did hear for myself for multiple people is the combat system is on rails. So whenever you encounter an enemy, or at least in this demo, uh, you get locked into a circular rail and you kind of dodge um, in death style, kind of like you have the shards where you grip and you throw yourself to one direction or the other. And apparently um, it's a mixture of dodging using that mechanic and shooting using uh, great bow mechanics. Um, does that concern you at all, Eric, that uh, apparently the combat has been uh, really very much nerfed so that noobs can pick it up easily? doesn't bother me as long as it's done well i mean it's like anything else i mean we've said this a million times i mean i don't mind a rail shooter if, it, if it's done right and if the combat still feels good and it still feels like i'm controlling it doesn't matter whether i'm moving in an arc or not if i have to move left or move right i'm fine with that what does bother me is that gorn style of movement i hope it's not i hope they give me joystick because i don't like that type of movement Hate um, it. I thought, that, that, I thought is, Euro is, Gamer said that you could have, you can use stick or you could use the thing. I think he said he he opted to use it the whole time, but I remember him saying you could use uh, joystick. Yeah, I hope yeah. So. Uh, genetic blasphemy backing you up there. Uh, apparently that was said. Apparently I missed that, and that is a big relief off of, uh, of my shoulders because I agree with Eric here wholeheartedly. Like I'm a bit concerned about the combat, but not nearly as concerned as I was about the movement um nobody wants to swing like, their arms that's 2016 bro that's going to be cool for people that just come into vr because it was cool to us back then and then we realized i don't want to swing my arms yeah yeah ever. it's a gimmick which for five minutes and you're like this is dumb i'm not doing this anymore i just want to use my joystick yeah my, my hope is is that you can break out of that circle and run if you want because i i feel like with some of these enemies like hopefully maybe, maybe it's just like the bigger enemies awesome. i would be kind of okay with that if that's how the boss fights are but there's lots of like grazers and watchers and packs of machines in this world that you kind of have to stealth your way around. And that was a big part of uh, what I played of the original Horizon. Uh, stealth was a big part of that. I don't want to lose that from uh, this gameplay. So I I'm hoping that it's not just one enemy at a time and you get locked into a circle every time you encounter one. Um, but I am hopeful because, again, VR veterans telling me that this is the best game they've ever played. Uh, I, I hear that and I believe it. Yeah, me too. All right, so uh, let's move along to Resident Evil Village. Um, this was kind of the the part of the uh, Eurogamer review that let me know that I was dealing with someone who wasn't just another tech guy, someone who plays VR regularly. Because uh, Ian Higdon shouted out Prey Dog in his review, and he said, "As amazing as the Prey Dog uh, mod." is and it is amazing it really is great I, I i'll stand right here on camera and swear to you all that my favorite game resident evil 7 is better on pc with that mod than it is on playstation vr notably better uh so the prey dog mods are nothing to sneeze at and i was just as impressed with village and uh, apparently um that mod pales in comparison roots to the official capcom version which has uh you know, in-game VR physics built into it, has dual wielding. And again, we've said it multiple times now, apparently looks better in VR than it looks 
on flat. That's incredible. That is incredible because it looked amazing in the video. And wasn't he able with the physics? He was like, what do you call it? Loop de loo or something. He used some word, and I was like, what the hell is that? I, I'm assuming it's like something from across the pond, but uh, he was spinning keep things on his gun. Tease. Yeah, keep the upsies. Yeah, or something. I was like, what is that? I've never heard of that. But he was flipping things around on his gun, and the physics are really amazing. And he was saying how, um, you know, the flies and when they're buzzing around, it really made you feel like they were buzzing around your head. And um, I just thought that that was super cool. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I had that moment like you did, Wes, where um, I solidified in my mind that I'm not going back into uh, the game until I play it in PlayStation uh, VR 2, because I, I think it'd be a shame to. Eric, I'm kind of glad that I get a redo on this game because I, I felt like uh, I kind of, since I was on stream, I kind of progressed myself through the first area a little more quickly than I would have liked because there's a, you, you move through the village before you even get into the castle. And uh, the first part of it goes very slow, but after you interact with that old lady, shit kind of hits the fan and you got to move quick or you're going to die. Um, there were areas I felt like I could have went that I didn't go because I talked to that lady too soon. Now I get to go back in with that knowledge and really take in uh, that village in its entirety and in uh, unprecedented detail. Really looking forward to getting back in there. Hell yeah. I'm, I, I'm the same with you guys. I'm not going back in. I love Prey Dog. He, I, I love Prey Dog more than Luke Ross. I think he, his work is better, but I'm not going back in because I want to play it with, I want to play it with the whole package. And, uh, and this seems like it's going to be the best way to play it. And uh, I can't, I, I really can't wait to do it. And you're right. Um, <laughs> shit gets crazy in that game real damn quick. I mean, this is not, if, you're, if, if you haven't played this game yet, this is not Resident Evil 7. <laughs> this is a way faster paced, more action uh, of a game. It's maybe not as scary as Resident Evil 7, but I think the action is, is more intense in this game. And um Man, thank God we have capture cards because I can just see we're going to be streaming the shit out of all these games. So we're gonna have to get uh, a 4K capture card. We don't know what the uh, the output's going to be like. Now it's possible um, that PS5 does what PS4 did, and and it makes the visuals a bit downgraded on the social screen. So like uh, PSVR one was a 1080p uh, signal, but the the output was always 720p. It could be that we get the 4K in the headset this time in a 1080p uh, output or like social screen output. Uh, in that case, I'm good to go. I've got a nice capture card for that. But if this thing puts out 4K, I'll either have to stream it directly or uh, have to get a capture card. Um, Roots, one of the things I really like about Village, uh, and this is kind of the case with a lot of the uh, Resident Evil games, it's just the diversity in environments like you start off in that village you make your way into this kind of grand castle uh but i mean uh it isn't very long before you find yourself in like this tunnel system underground being chased down by monsters and then there's that scene uh that you're walking through the cellars and you're like you've got water like for, for where it's been flooded and it's very dark um this was all extremely impactful uh, through the PCVR mod, going to be even more so, uh, I feel like, on PSVR 2. Oh, yeah, especially in the dark with the OLED and then uh, the the audio, man. Like, 
horror games with that spatial audio at the tempest audio i think it's going to be phenomenal who knows what sounds we're going to hear um i just i i'm getting psyched about it i need to stop getting so psyched because we're we're like <laughs> six months away maybe maybe i mean we don't even know exactly when this thing's coming so Typically, Eric, I'm not the type of person that uses aim assist in these games. I turn it off. I like my sights to be true. I don't want it nerfed. Uh, but if this game uses eye-tracking-based aim assist, hmm. I mean, we're going to have to play with it for a little while, right? Oh, you're going to have to try it. I want to try everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, put, I'll put everything on and see what I like best. You never know. It might be different than what you what you expect. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I, I'm okay with aim assist. Give me, give, give me it. I'll give it a try for sure. Some people were even saying that uh, they felt like maybe the Horizon game was using it automatically, like it's not optional because people um, who typically suck at archery games were, <laughs> were somehow nailing every shot in the uh, Horizon game. Maybe that's something they just did for these content creators, um, but it's certainly an interesting tidbit to uh, make note of. It would make sense because they, I mean, that's frustrating for a lot of people to come in, especially if they're new and they're missing stuff. Hopefully they'll give you the option to turn it off for someone that doesn't want to have it on there if that is the case but um i think it would make sense to to do that that way people would have a better experience overall yeah i think it's important so, to say that you gotta remember this is all b-roll too so whatever you're seeing in all the gameplay like we you, like when you're seeing mike it's him you know somebody recording mike but his actual gameplay or the inset headset gameplay it's all b-roll they did not allow the, the anybody to capture their own content inside the headset so not even really them that you're seeing except for right there on that tv for in that one angle for three seconds you could see some <laughs> gameplay of mics yeah i mean you could see it like in the tv behind him but like when you're seeing these shots like that are full shots yep um those that's just all b-roll people in the chat were talking about how you can uh how the, the that chick how tall she looks the scale is is better right than the the prey dog as well that um even that well i guess it's what the the vendor or whatever he's like really big they said so yeah i'm going to be really interested to see how some of the uh the uh longtime resident evil fans uh, react to some of these characters in this game because it's a bit comic booky it's probably uh the reason why i still prefer seven uh to, to eight because uh, eight seems a bit more uh surreal while, while seven seems a bit more realistic well with the exception of jack coming back from the dead a million times on fire and you know what well, i mean or she cuts yeah. off your hand and then somehow it's sewed back on i don't know did that, anybody can what do I mean. that. that that's not what i mean i'm talking about dealing with people like jack uh versus dealing with people like this little two foot tall doll creature that, that looks like a porcelain doll evil porcelain doll um yeah so there's some weirdness after you get in that castle, man. Yeah. yeah like weirdness. I'm surprised that you're not all into this. Yeah. Well, I haven't finished the game yet. Maybe they'll win me over with it by the end. Yeah. Um, Space Innocent says, I've played Resident Evil 7 three times. I'm torn on getting to play it again with the mod. Well, let me tell you. Uh, play it. More detail. Clear. Clarity from edge to edge. Like, no Vaseline at all. No aliasing no shimmer at all you got both your hands you aim down the sights uh you defend by throwing your hands up mm. you heal yourself by grabbing the bottle of medicine and pouring it on your arm manually 
um, it's the best way to play that game. And if you like it at all on PlayStation VR and you have the means to play it on PC, you very much should. I mean, it's cheap, man. It goes on sale all the time. It could be meaning that uh, because Resident Evil 8 came out that they may eventually put out a 7 port, a better version, right? That's why That's why Brian won't play it. I've, I've tried to talk him into it a couple of times, but he's holding out just in case uh, that uh, Capcom brings like 2, 3, and 7. He He's waiting on all of it just in case. Mm. So Maybe, you know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Galaxy's Edge. Um, probably the the biggest downside from yesterday's state of play, uh, because unlike Demio, um, there wasn't much in the blog post about what the specific enhancements were going to be. It just said that it would be enhanced. We found out today that the enhancements were significant. Not only is it going to be a much better looking game graphically which by the way it looks great on quest it's a good looking game um but notably roots the weapon handling in galaxy's edge is notably different you use a ton of different weapons in this game and apparently due to the haptics and adaptive triggers they all feel different right that's huge that was one of the things that i raved about call of duty uh on the playstation 5 each gun feeling different that's a big difference and um and that was one of the reasons why I wasn't that thrilled because when I, in the past, I've heard enhanced edition and they just made the graphics a little bit better, maybe a little bit sharper, but it seems like that, you know, they obviously they didn't They, I mean, it's going to look amazing because the draw distance, everything that the quest couldn't deliver, Sony will be able to, um, it's just going to be a better version. And, uh, it just sounds like they've, they've over all the way around made it a better game. Uh, Eric, the, the guy from GameSpot, when he was talking about um, how great the graphics look in PSVR 2, the first game he mentioned was Horizon Call of the Mountain. The second game he mentioned was Star Wars Tales of the Galaxy's Edge. Um, that surprised me a bit. What, what did you think about that? Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, I love that game. It's a really, really good game. Um, but it was definitely a quest game. You know what I mean? It was, you could, and the graphics were good, but it, it was quest good to see this game now and get the whole package. And there was different character. It wasn't just, it wasn't, again, as I said before, it's, this isn't, I could tell this isn't just a graphic enhancement. You're getting different characters. You might get some different story. Uh, Cause there was characters that I saw in there that I had not seen in the first story. And I played through the whole thing. Um, there were, um, you know, different types of, Again, with the with the haptics and feeling with the triggers, and uh, and you could even just tell. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, "Wow, this looks a lot, lot better." And that's on a flat screen. I'm sure in the headset, it looks ten times better than you're seeing on a flat screen. So, um, I, I'm I'm excited for this game. Um, I again, I was a little disappointed with the whole thing yesterday, but I'm not disappointed with this game because I, I I'm really looking forward to playing this game. Uh, on the PlayStation and seeing how much better it is than the Quest version. Because that's one of the things that I wanted. I wanted this game to be a PC game, to go play it on PC. And uh, you know, now I get to play it in higher fidelity. Uh, Nick the Game Cat, how asked, can you play Galaxy's Edge Quest 2 connected to the PC and get better graphics? No. There is no PC version of this game, which is why it was kind of a surprise to me that this thing got announced yesterday. Uh, because we haven't had an upgraded version on PC yet. Uh, Roots, I, I would say now 
that this is a pretty good sign that this game eventually will come to PC. Yeah, that's what we were saying on Master's show yesterday is that uh, um, it's got to, you know. I mean, the Star Wars uh, fan base doesn't stop at Quest users and and Sony users, right? They're going to want to hit everybody, PC users as well. And um, and that one thing I was thinking about, Eric, because you were talking about um, one thing Ian said in his video is that he said when the Quest 2 released, it released in two parts, which implied to me that this is both parts in one. And that may be why, because I think you remember you saying you didn't play the second one, why you may have seen characters that you didn't recognize. I don't think that they're probably adding any anything to this, but uh, we could be wrong. I don't know. Sorry. That would be it. If they, if they sold, if they were selling that whole thing as one game, that's a big difference too, because that, you know, they they charged a lot for that second part of the game on the quest too and i did buy it i just didn't play it yet i still have it sitting in my library that's, uh, how, just that's how they so did the vader series off. when it went over yeah. it with to, they did it all in one so i would think that's a good shot or bet for it yeah it's very possible that's a good point it's the same developer the same publisher bringing uh what was once an oculus exclusive over to playstation and they released all three vader immortals as one and uh, yeah, I would expect that that's probably what's happening here. And it was just uh, the his wording. It's just the way he worded it made me think that was the way that it is. Hmm. Yeah. And, and while, you know, it is still a quest port and it is going to still be a uh, linear story-driven experience, um, I do expect it's going to be much richer on the new hardware. And while it might not be uh, that that grand Star Wars adventure game that we've been pining away for for so many years... I think it's going to be a lot closer than anything we've had up until this point. Well, and this is the thing too. And I, you know, people forget, or maybe they don't. It was really good as far as like, I felt like it was a real legit, like comic, like I was in a cartoon episode of star Wars or something. The acting of that one main bartender guy, it was good. You know, it just, it lacked in a lot of quest ways. So I think this is going to complete it and make it the game. It should have been to begin with. Agree. Agreed. Uh, in, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Eric. I was just going to say, is there any chance, do you guys think there's any chance that we, before the PlayStation 2 VR launches, is there any chance we see this enhanced version on another platform? Whether question. it be a standalone headset or a PC VR headset. It's possible. Um, I wouldn't expect it, but it's certainly uh, it's certainly possible. Sure. It's it a, a launch title. It'll probably be a launch title. It's probably a big banger. It's a big banger for for Sony, right? For this to come out. Um, it's Star Wars. And it's right. going to get a lot of people's attention right off the bat. I think that's why that guy probably was raving about it. He's probably a huge Star Wars fan, even though it is really good, too. So, Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I'm a, I consider myself a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm like, I'm like Eric. I never played the DLC. I bought it and didn't play it. Um, so maybe we do that. Maybe we do that before uh, before PSVR two gets here. Kind of let the uh, PlayStation audience see what they've got in store for them. I think we should because Hussein X says I heard the DLC was really really good. Yeah, someone said that last time we talked about this game that the, the that the DLC was actually the game, like that what we played was just kind of the warm up prelude. Man, what are we doing, man? We're missing yeah. it, blowing it. it. We're blowing it, guys. We cover it for next week. Yeah gonna do i like it i like it a lot uh i actually thought about doing it for tonight but i mean 
from yesterday. I would want to play the whole thing, play through the whole thing. And that's a pretty tall order from yesterday to today on top of, you know, the cyberpunk, which we are already doing. Uh, so, yeah, next week works a lot better for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, we learn more about The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution, uh, which I, I say we learned a lot more. We, we didn't learn a ton more about this game. They've been pretty generous with the information uh, about it. We, we got a lot of the same footage that we got before uh, when they had the, uh, the last media event. Um, but they just kind of, I guess we got a little bit of an extended look at it. Um, and I guess they kind of drove home uh, the, the way this game feels when using DualSense. So the, the actual piece of game that they played, not much different than the piece of the game that you played, Eric, uh, but apparently a bit of a different experience with the, uh, the high contrast visuals and the DualSense haptics and triggers, which I think in a physics-based game such as this is going to make a huge difference. I just think the OLED alone is going to make a huge difference. This game is set in the dark. You have nighttime missions now where you did not before. Remember, you used to have to be in when the bells toll in the last game, and this game is not that way. You are going to be outside at nighttime, and the blacks are going to be super black. I mean, there's you're going, you are going to hear them way before you see them. Ooh. The flash is going to be a big deal. This is going to add a sense of, of tension and immersion that we have not seen yet that's going to be a big deal. Um, and you know, we don't ha we haven't had that yet. So I'm so excited for this scared already. Just think, just think roots. All these people who have only played quest for the first time are going to get to experience flashlights in VR. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's uh, crazy, man. I'm so looking forward. That was one of the things I took away again after we, um, you know, we went into, uh, uh, Russia blood and I, I, you know, I, I just realized how, um, I want to see i want to see what they saw in the in the dark in in uh especially in this game for sure uh, uh apparently this uh this game is going to be a pretty big expansion over the first a lot more side quests in this one versus the first so you don't have to run through the story quite as fast although there was quite a lot to do in the first one uh, but being able to go out at night being able to interact with a lot more survivors and take on side quests is going to be uh it's going to make this a game that I never finished. Just like the first one it took me forever to finish that one. Uh, I'll probably never finish this one. Um, we saw a new shotgun roots. We saw a new submachine gun. Uh, but you know, I think the thing that got me most excited once again, that fucking chainsaw, man, because when I think about adaptive triggers, when you're holding a chainsaw, when I think about advanced haptics, when you're holding a chainsaw, you start this thing, you're going to feel it rumbling in your hands when you start cutting it's going to feel different when you hit bone it's mm. going to feel different again uh that that's another level right there yeah absolutely i think that got me excited as well and i was thinking the same thing that what's it going to feel like with those haptics right because if you haven't used the dual sense controllers you have no idea how crazy that they can make things feel in there i still think it's some kind of voodoo magic in there uh, but yeah, that was my, my takeaway. And then also um, just the guns, being able to feel different types of weapons and stuff. There's a lot of different guns in this game as well, right? So, yeah. And, and then there's the melee, Eric. Um, like the first game still is kind of in a class of its own through their near perfect implementation of Gen 2 VR physics. The weapons already 
in that game have distinct feels to them because of the weight, because of how they handle. Uh, add on top of that, all of these haptics and, and the, the adaptive adaptive triggers. I mean, I think I think your gamer said that this is probably the most um, realistic feeling game that he played today, and I believe it. Yeah, and. It- it's going to make me want to go back and play if they if they do it i want to go i want to play the first game now with this right i i want to i want i want saints and centers the original because i want to go back and do it that way too i want to feel it you know i want to play it with all that other stuff with the better headset with the oled with the new haptics so i I can i can see people wanting to do that as well and this is a perfect one where you want to do you know a remaster or whatever and make the you know give us the whole package you know make it a package you can buy it a package or something i don't know um, but yeah, I mean, I can't wait. I mean, this is there are so many things that have me hyped for this game, and now I have we have decisions to make. What system do you buy this for? You buying this on PC? You buying this on Steam? You buying it on PlayStation? Yes, yes. You buying it on PS2? Ah, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, our friends at Skydance will reach out to us again, like they did. Uh, the first time the game launched when we literally had no following and uh, and we knew no one at the company, yet somehow they, they sought us out and uh, gave us access. It was amazing. Um, now we have friends there, right? Multiple friends there. And uh, I'm just hopeful that uh, we won't have to wait till launch day to play this thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, lo- we're lucky. We get to, you know, we will probably most likely be able to get a chance to play all three because that's kind of what we do and part of our jobs. But what about those people that don't, you know what I mean? And you, if you have a PlayStation and you do have a PC and you do have a Quest, I think you're buying the PlayStation version, right? I can't see why you would, if you had to choose, right? You weren't going to buy all Well, I'll tell you why. Because you have to wait. Because it's going to hit PC and Quest first. Right. And it's going to hit PlayStation VR and PSVR 2 uh, next year. So but do you hold out? No. We, <laughs> I can't. We can't. I can't. No. We can't. Because <laughs> it, it could, it could it, look at somebody like D. Is D gonna go buy the Quest Two? And oh, she—that's a bad example. She won't. Play she it. hasn't played the first one yet. It's still sitting in her oh, library. He who's like D, but actually has the guts to play this game. <laughs> the guts. <laughs> oh, D. Somebody like D. Let me that, ask you this: that, that has Quest Two, but is going to get a PlayStation VR Two. What do you do? Do you wait, or do you go buy it for the Quest Two? That's tough, man. That—that's tough. If you can only buy one. Uh, obviously the better version's coming out next year. I guess a lot of that depends on what else there is to play. What other kind of new games are coming? Like if there's nothing coming out but cooking simulators and Beat Saber DLC, it's going to be hard not to buy this thing when it drops. Agreed. Uh, but if you got, you know, if, if uh, Vertigo uh, 2 comes out and some of these other games that we've been waiting on, uh, Retribution comes out next week. Uh, Retribution. Um I've got uh, retribution on the brain now. I got excited. Uh, you know, I was like, damn, dude, I'm not I can't <laughs> wait if it's next week. Uh what is it? What's it called from the 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 hinge developers? D says, excuse me. Um, <laughs> um let me ask you this. You know what I mean, D. I would wait. Let me ask you this, this, this Eric. Um, let's assume that we do get an enhanced version of the original game, which by the way stands today as the best all-around game in vr still agreed um what if we get an enhanced version on psvr 2 like you mentioned a moment ago but both that game and the sequel drop uh at launch 
Which one do you play first? You're going to play through the first one again before you get into the second one. Apparently by then we will have already played through the second one, or at least a significant portion of it. Um, you're going to do the whole thing um, in order, or are you going to do them both at the same time? If it, I would do them, I would do them in order if I could. I mean, I don't know. I played through the first one already. I don't know. Do I? I'm, I'm going to want to play it again that way, but I don't know if I would need to do it in order at that point. Roots, we've already played the second one, right? We've played it on PC. We get re remastered, enhanced versions on PSVR two. Both games at the same time. How how are you taking it in? Uh, with the way you w just worded it right there, I, I have to play it in order. I've already played it the second one, right? So like, what's it's the gonna point be a speed of... run though, right? Yeah, yeah, just fly through that first. But you know, because I've already played through the second one or a good portion of it, there's no reason really to to go straight into the second one. Um, if there was both of them, and I wanted to play through them both, uh, I might as well do it in order, right? Yeah, I'm shooting maybe in one in the head as soon as I see her. Getting so, that key and getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I thought of you when I watched uh, Eurogamer's video because he shot that priest right in the, or, or threw a knife at him right away. Threw and, a knife at him, And yeah. the devs, the devs, <laughs> they were like, oh, like, oh. Because <laughs> that would have been you. Wes would have killed him. He probably would have done it even crazier than throwing a knife at him. Like shoving <laughs> uh, his head or something. Carry it around with it in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That would be, yeah, the whole time. To talk about... You take off your headset, and and the whole time that you're talking to these people, they just it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> we got to do another. Uh, we got to do another evil weasel versus Saint Roots. I, I head think to so. head like we did for the first one. I agree. I think that was. Uh, I think that would be super fun. And then Eric, you can be like uh, chaotic neutral or something. <laughs> I'll go back and forth like I like I don't know what I'm doing. I'll kill somebody, then I'll do something nice for somebody uh so roots what do you think the over under is on how many of the tutorial guys i kill before i actually start playing the game uh i don't know man i'll tell you what i mean it could be depends on what i'd say probably over 20 i mean i, oh, I can't yeah. say you for sure you easily for sure over 20 because <laughs> you gotta kill them in I, several different ways i want it's still not old man game he's like a boss you gotta beat yes comes back well i mean it is retribution right maybe that's what they're talking about that would be cool if you kill him so many times he like somehow pops up at the end of the game and like tries to kill you daniel jones says he hopes that they bring back psvr uh worlds but remaster it all for psvr 2 that'd be cool i don't yeah. think it'll ever happen but that would be awesome imagine playing uh scavengers odyssey but the uh the ion cannon that you're firing is eye track Come on, man. That'd be great. Didn't they have a luge on, one? Man. Wasn't there like a luge one that was kind of cool? Yeah, there was a street luge. Yes. Um, yeah. Apparently, I'm the only person in the world that actually thought that was good, though. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool. Depends on when too. you played it. If you played it now, you might not be so cool. Playing it in 2016, no, it was point. pretty cool. Yeah. That's a good point. All this talk about PSVR is just basically uh, reminded me that I've got a lot of streaming to do before next year gets here because I... I want to show people PSVR worlds. I want to show them. Uh, well, I guess I guess I already did Russia Blood. I want to show them Golem. Come on, yeah. man. They need to redo Golem on PSVR too. That game is beautiful, and the controls are shit on PSVR. Um, so um, having Golem with proper controllers, I mean, that might be a game of the year. I've still never played it. And yeah. I've never oh, it's even... awesome, dude. It's so, really good. I don't have the controller to play it. You need that. Uh, what, what's this controller you need? You need something. It's about? it's called the 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 Move Navigation Controller. Here's the thing: 
not compatible with PS5. Mm-hmm. So you can't use that on the PS5. PS4. What you have to do if you if you don't want to use the the shitty uh, lean forward to to walk mechanic that they built into the game by default, uh, you have to play with one move controller in your right hand and the dual sense oh. control dual dual shock in the other hand. So mm. you're using oh. a thumbstick uh, with one hand and you're sword fighting with the other. Gamer tags yeah. end up putting a team together for somebody against a firewall. Yeah, we... I'm down, bro. I love firewall. Firewall's so good, dude. Man, we did it. It was probably what about a month ago? Six weeks we played firewall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, ball, man. Yeah, such a good time. I mean, great. I'm not a pro. I mean, if you're going to take on that guy, you might want to get somebody who's a level 50. I, I would suggest uh, hitting up Hack, hitting up uh, Delirium, hitting up um, Roy Phil, Schwartz. Oh, uh, yeah, or yeah, Roy Schwartz. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah th- there's your squad. Uh, but I'd be down to play, man. I love playing it. I'm, I'm a, like a level 23 or 24. Why didn't they show Firewall Ultra yet? Well, show, show a trailer for a different trailer for Firewall Ultra or something yesterday. Or why, imagine, did, why didn't you uh, hold that trailer for the freaking PlayStation showcase? Imagine, imagine if that had been part of the state of play instead of oh, dropping yeah. randomly last week. And We'd be singing a whole different tune, right? Exactly. Make it three games, okay? Show the first two and then end with a freaking killer firewall ultra that we haven't seen yet. That would have changed the whole entire feel of the of the state of play. We would be singing the state of play's praises right now. Right. And, and, and it was, it's not the games, it's the pacing. It would have it would have gotten the flag gamers' attention for sure. And Dark Angel says, Cheers, gents on a six fifty out there. We appreciate you, Dark. I saw you coming in at the most weirdest time was mash was talking about a very dark scene in the uh thing i don't know if you saw her <laughs> thank you dark angel funny. thank you for catching that uh roots I, I i went right over my head thank you dark angel as always for your uh, ongoing support she rocks yes uh tom flesh eater gaming says we will be doing 1v1 on alba once privates go live possible tournaments uh for sure and just for those of you who are um Fans of Albo who've been waiting for them to get their shit together. Uh, today, they officially have their shit together, and PSVR and Quest Crossplay is live. You can now play with your friends mm. no matter what system they're playing on. Next nice. step, PCVRville. We need it on a PCVR, please, because I want the uh, I want the community maps. Is really what I want in that game. Yeah, I want I want some uh, some PCVR style graphics going on in that thing not that yeah. it looks bad on uh on playstation vr but uh i want clarity edge to edge yeah i know they can do it yep hell yeah uh anyway we we've done a hundred minutes now on psvr2 uh, why don't we talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we've uh Got everybody uh, played this <laughs> yeah. week um by the way if there's something that we missed that, that you want our opinion on you can you can leave a comment down below you can hit us up on discord i can talk about this shit all day i literally have talked about this shit all day today and uh i'm glad to keep going but uh in the interest of time we're going to move on what is it cyberpunk next uh roots i actually had rush of blood just because it, we're going from psvr to psvr well, you know we let, let's do it we've already mentioned it uh quite a few times and there's a reason why it's because this is one of the best games in vr even today and, and when you talk about console quality vr when you talk about the cream of the crop, it's hard not to talk about Russia Blood. I mean, this game is the best roller coaster game I've played in VR. 
It's the best rail shooter mm-hmm. that I've played in VR. Uh, it's just so good. And it's an evergreen, Eric. Like, this is the thing that really blows me away about this. Not only is it as fun now as it ever was, but I'm still beating my high score. I picked this thing up without touching it for three or four months, play a level one time, and I have an all-new high score, which, really? by the way, is already on top of everyone on my friends list. So uh, get to work, people. You're um, the only one who could pick up a game after not playing it for six months and then beat one of your old scores. I mean, it takes me if like it's this two game. weeks. But it's like, I feel, I feel it's, like it's no good. It's a rail shooter. You can, <laughs> rail shooters are no good, Wes. You can't have, there's no such thing as a good rail shooter. Yep. That's true. The unique one. Uh, <laughs> Roots, um, best rail shooter in VR, best roller coaster in VR, also the best haunted house in VR. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things I took away today, man. Just the sounds alone as I was go- going through the beginning area, it was like creepy as hell. Right. And, uh, it's it's definitely something that um, I think everybody should experience, especially if you have a fear of clowns. You really need to get in this game. Um, I think that, that that I was struck at how good this was. Even today, um, after so long, I, I didn't want to stop. Legitimately, I really didn't want to stop because uh, I w- I love roller coasters, and this thing is the pace of it. It's just so cool. I think that's part of the attraction, isn't it, guys? Because both of you are like me. You have an affinity for carnivals and amusement parks and roller coasters. And then on top of that, you, you put all of this, like, evil clown scenery. Um, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, as fun as the gameplay is, the environments in this game are just as strong. Yeah, absolutely. Creepy. Especially when you're going through this. You're going through that pig level and there the slaughterhouse. Like that is something that for the average person is going to shock people. They're going to be like, oh my God, what in the, because even myself, I was like, what is fucking happening here? Oh, I, a PD says, you know, who else loves a hundred minutes or does a hundred minutes? <laughs> my mom. Oh, she does always after midnight too. Just like us. <laughs> That's right. She's uh eric i was watching um kind of funny games earlier today and they were talking about psvr2 uh, but before they got started on it uh a viewer put forth the question um before we move on to the next generation will each of you tell us what your favorite implementation of the move controllers i saw that question. Uh, has been yeah me too and they they named off a couple of ps3 shit experience tech demos uh, somebody mentioned Beat Saber a couple times, <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking, have n- none of these fucking people ever played Rush of Blood? Because sure, I'm the first one to tell you that the move controllers are extremely limited, but this game was designed around those controllers, and it is fucking perfect. The tracking is perfect. The guns feel great. Um, I feel like a badass when I play this, uh, in spite of the move controllers. This is, this is this is i don't know i don't know how this always gets voted out of the top 15 of games you know on playstation vr it happens all the time Didn't this time Didn't this time you're there because the last couple times it got knocked out you know what i mean and i'm like what what are you guys talking about you're putting in beat saber and you're leaving this game out but i mean yeah i mean this this game is great and the move controllers work so well it just it just makes sense with this game 
you just point exactly where you're going to go. It feels like you're holding the gun. You know you're holding the move controller, but you don't, your brain switches off. And you don't feel like you're holding the move controller anymore because it just feels perfect. Everything lines up exactly right to where your hands should be. Um, it just works. You know, everything's in front of you. When you have a rail shooter like this, you don't have to worry about a camera. It's not a big deal. You know, you don't have to worry about spinning around. You're in a cart and you put your hands out in front of you and it catches exactly where you should be. You don't have to worry about the gun being at an odd, odd angle. It's never, you never get that in any of this. You always feel like you're aiming exactly where you have the move controller and it just feels right. Um, I don't know. The only thing it could be better is maybe if they made it with the aim controller. That's true. That's true. Um, Roots, the, the way they did the aiming in this was kind of ingenious because typically with move controllers, you'll get a little bit of drift. It's natural. Uh, but while it feels like you're aiming down sights with these guns, you're not. You're, what you're actually aiming with are the flashlights that are attached to it. Mm -hmm. And um, you actually never look at down the sights at all. So even if it does drift a little bit, you don't notice it because the the bullets always go where the flashlights go. And I feel like it feels a little bit less like cheating than say if they had put like laser scopes or something on there. I, I really love how they did uh, the flashlight sights on this because it's a dual use, right? Not only are you aiming with it, but these environments get fucking dark, man. And you like having those flashlights on there. Absolutely. And I was thinking the same thing. It's funny you said that because I literally thought that today when I was playing that I was uh, looking at the flashlights and thinking the same thought and um, after the fall as well even though it's not the drifting thing, but it's just a great way to, to, um, to know exactly where you're shooting. And, um, and I, and I love the flashlights in there. And that's why I was wanting to have this in PSVR too. Like this, this world is so beautiful. Like as I'm going through these different areas and I'm, we're going outside in the trees and yeah. I, I'm limited by the, uh, the, the old hardware right and so i'm like man i i just kept thinking if i was playing on the psvr2 how amazing this would look um and then i was debating myself do i would i want a uh a proper sequel or would i want a remaster and then i decided both please sony i think this is one of those games that i actually wouldn't be uh you know uh, i would be a little bit more jazzed for just getting a straight backwards compatibility patch for this so that you can just play it in the new headset like the game as it is because it's so beautiful some of the best looking outdoor environments i've ever seen in any game you really feel like you're outside and a lot of that is graphics but it's also the sound like we also mentioned uh you feel like you're outside on a roller coaster when you're riding this thing and uh you do see mira like it didn't used to bother me as much as i do now I, you know playing on g2 every day now you notice it a lot more um but the, but to be able to just play this game as it is w with uh you know a little bit more field of view much more uh crisp visuals because of the oled screens the the new high resolution oled screens uh yeah i would love a remake i would really love a sequel um i'm not so sure we will ever get it either of those because mm. i don't think supermassive is ever going to come back to vr not anytime soon mm -hmm. um we know they're not <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, they haven't even fixed this. That's right. If Sony pays pays them enough, they would. Uh, so, did you either of you have any problems with having to recalibrate a lot? Cause Nick the GameCat says, yeah, you have to recalibrate a lot with that. I didn't notice that at all. Uh, but I mean, I I mean, obviously, in a lot of games, you do eventually recalibrate in P PlayStation VR. But I think it's all camera, right? 
That's what Wes yeah, would you, say. Yeah, you, you can easily recalibrate. All you got to do is stick your arms out in front of you and hold the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the button in on the right side of the controller. But uh, no, I, I, I rarely ever have to do that. Much like is the case mm. with many PlayStation VR games, it all comes down to your setup. You got to have your camera in the right place. You got to have not so many re reflective uh, surfaces in your room. Helps to turn the, the, the lights off and have your lights properly calibrated in the system. Uh, I, I didn't have to recalibrate one time playing it uh, today. Yeah, me neither. But um, I guess it depends on also how much, um, if you're looking at the inverse kinematic, kinematics of the arms, like if, like Nick was saying, his arms were like off a little bit. And so like that would bother some people more than others, right? So if it was a little oh, bit sure. off, I wouldn't even notice it probably. Well, the way I play, I kind of keep my, my arms on armrests anyway. I don't move them around a mm -hmm. whole lot. I just kind of move my forearm and wrist to aim. And, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't have to recalibrate once. Now, I did have the problem, uh, the PS5 problem, where it randomly puts you into the pause menu. Uh, but after that happens once, you get used to it, and all you have to do is start nailing the, the O button as soon as it happens, and it, it goes away just as fast as it came up. So I had not a big problem. I know. I think it's random how, how often you have it. Like I remember I played it, I don't know, a few months ago, um, and I, I I didn't have it that much. Like it was only like a few, like maybe during a whole playthrough, maybe like two or three times. And I think I had it this time like five, six times. I only played for like maybe an hour. So it's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, I, and I bet in that hour you probably played through half of the game or more, right? I love this game, man. I could have played for more. If I had more time and I wasn't setting up this behemoth of a monitor, I would have definitely played more. It was, uh, and we're going to talk about a couple other, another game too, but I had, I had a lot of fun in this game. I would have rather went back to this game than the other one. Yeah, and, and you know, um, this is not a long game, and this, this is a great example of how a game doesn't have to be super long to, to still be great. I mean, again, we, uh, this is a top five PSVR game to me. And uh, you could probably run through it in two hours, two and a half, something like that. And uh, the, the thing about it is, is when you finish it, you're just fine starting right over and playing it all over again because it never loses that fun factor. It never loses that immersiveness. It never loses that vibe. It's just as cool now as it was. Well, maybe not as cool <laughs> as it was in 2016, uh, but it's fucking cool, man. And I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. No, it's super replayable because you got, like you said, you were talking about the leaderboards. I mean, you're already trying to beat beat your scores from the last time you played, and you know you're looking at other people on the leaderboard. Then you know you can go back and keep doing it. You know, there's always little things you can hit to give you a better score here that maybe you didn't see the last time. So, yeah, this game's super cool. And you know what else, Roots, really makes this game uh, super replayable hmm. is that um, the path is varied. There are multiple points in every level where you can switch the track and go through whole other sections of, of the level that you didn't even see the first time you played through it. So, uh, I mean, you probably got enough variability here to play through the game three times and see different stuff every time. Yeah, that's crazy. That's definitely uh, gives a great replay playability. Now, if they did a sequel, how cool would it be if you um, could take a friend on the roller coaster with you? Oh, yeah. And you had all sorts of crazy shit going on, right? That'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no Ghost Town Mine Ride, but it's pretty good. Ghost Town Mine Ride. You know, I tried that game, that run thinking it was going to be like this, and it was weird. Uh, I'll give it that. 
I mean, I actually this got out of the cart. That shocked me. Like, this is not a ride. I'm walking around. What the fuck? Coaster how, how, Combat. No, I was going to say, was, Coaster Combat is the closest, but how has no other developer really come up with another one like this? I don't know. How, how, how has nobody come up with a proper, really good roller coaster yet? I mean, No Limits is pretty good for what it is. And there's been some various other roller coaster experiences from small independent developers, but no one's done a roller coaster like this yet where parts of the track are fucking broken off. You really feel like you're outside on a roller coaster. Nobody else has done it yet. You know what I was thinking when I was doing this, I was why I, and Eric, you'd probably appreciate this is I was going through and I was thinking, man, like if it, again, looking at, um, from a PlayStation VR two, like these environments, it almost feels like you're on a uh, ride at Disney World, right? And again, I go back to this virtual Disney that I want to happen. Um, like you could imagine being in the Haunted Mansion, but it's like way better with all the haptics and all sorts of shit going on. And it's souped up. It's crazy. It's always changing. Who knows what? I just think that, uh, you know, that's, that's going to happen. I, I just feel it. They're big in China. China has these beer. It's like an indoor facility, but it's, they call it a virtual amusement park. And that's what you are. You're going into these, these indoor facilities and you get into these rides that have headsets and you're riding like the best freaking coasters because you're not limited by, you know, by laws or by like safety, right? You can just make whatever the hell you want to make. And they're, I hear they're amazing. So uh, I, I, I can see eventually we'll, we'll see some of those. Bad. Uh, I think it was Brad shared a story on Twitter the other day. Um, Disney talking about what their metaverse is going to be like. They're mm. going to digitally recreate all their rides. Yeah. Well, see, and this is the thing. How crazy would it be? Okay. And this is like a fucked future. You go into your virtual Disney and then you go stand in line for an hour to get in the line. Like, I don't want to stand in lines, man. No lines, Disney. I have to wait in the line. I'm out. Virtual line virtual line yeah you could just i gotta play some world of warcraft while i'm waiting in line steam vr game of the year virtual line <laughs> virtual line simulator the line simulator that's a good I'd rather play that than marine verse yeah what i could there's a lot of uh things that you could do in the line simulator you could punch you the guy in front at, of you to stare at people's butts yeah you can stare at people's butts look at your phone smells people be <laughs> You know? yeah that's the best part like and it's funny too as you're going you go up and down you like oh we're coming by that guy again yeah everybody <laughs> hold your nose please don't please guy. god don't let me stop next to him <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway um i think we've pretty thoroughly tossed this one over if you haven't played russia blood what the fuck is wrong with you this is a this is a, one of the reasons why you own psvr in 2022 uh still among the very best that vr has to offer i cannot recommend it more it's a game that i continually go back to and it's a game that i will continue to go back to uh, I, I will keep my psvr to the end of time if psvr 2 doesn't end up being able to play this game yeah just for this game well, i'll tell you what i didn't unhook my stuff I, you know i left it specifically hooked up because i want to go back into it later so well probably not tonight because it's pretty late Nick says it's a great game to show newbies. This was probably my first thing I demoed. Maybe, maybe the underwater experience in PSVR Worlds, that and Russia Blood was what I was demoing to everyone when I first got my VR. Nick, this is a one that I've actually put family members in and not told them the name of it and just said, "Hey, check this out." 
because it's, it's yeah it's so slow paced and they think it's like this cool like carnival thing and then they're like wait was that a clown and then like the conversation that ensues down that road is very interesting yeah that first level is great because it seems like it's just a spooky carnival where you're shooting like glass ducks and stuff it's just mm-hmm. very slow paced it really reels you in so you don't know what's coming and then all of a sudden it smacks you in the face with a bunch of weird shit super cool yeah anyway uh let's move on to this week's mod um we got our classic game out of the way we are we, we're back to the format we did another mod this week cyberpunk 2077 back to the luke ross well for the second week in a row um this one was interesting for me roots because uh, i think a lot of the strength and a lot of the draw to playing this game in vr it's just because there's so much game here this is a huge very detailed and deep game yeah and the decisions make a difference that's one of the things that i like like even just in the beginning you know when you because you're a nomad right and you get to decide they the guy asks you do you have a clan i said no and um because i don't have a clan to back me up that fucker targeted me and uh, they try a whole bunch of shit happen and so that's this whole game you're constantly shifting things um as you're going along and uh and i like jackie he's my friend i let him borrow my car and uh mm-hmm. we're besties now that's cool i really like i'm really enjoying this game i think it's, uh, it's got so much depth to it and uh it took a while for them to fix the jank but this is absolutely the best way to play it uh hands down right Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the only way for me to play it uh, in VR, um, Eric. Very detailed character creation system in this game. I, I was actually able to uh, make a character that looked quite a lot like me, right down to the genitals. Uh, <laughs> what does your character look like? You can you can have big junk in this game. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a game where you. Can... I didn't say that. I said it looked like me. <laughs> How crazy you, is you, it? You, big genitals on it are you walking around naked what does it matter that that's even in the game isn't that weird i thought that was weird you gotta have big junk bro oh who doesn't want to have big junk because they're not gonna want you know your virtual honeys aren't gonna want you if you got (laughs) (laughs) you know who loves big big junk on the virtual you know who else likes being smashed in the face with weird shit that's from from paradise decay by the way yes both of those um but yeah, it's super deep. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't usually spend a long time creating in these things because I'm like, I just want to get to the gameplay. So I usually kind of like either randomize it or I'll just pick a few things and then go. But yeah, I mean, I'm I played this game uh, flat PlayStation Five because I think I picked it up for like ten bucks. Ten bucks, yeah. It was on sale, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play it. So I played it for a few hours, like maybe three hours or so on the PlayStation Five a while ago. But I spent a ton of time, I remember, in there uh customizing because you can man you can change everything in here um so it, and it, it looks really cool and it makes your character look cool and i love the first thing you do is when you come in after you create your character you see yourself in a mirror so you can see exactly what you just created so like that's how you kind of like come into the game you know yeah we need prey dog to bring in that full vr immersion to this thing man because it's such a cool world to be a part of yeah this game is made uh, for vr yeah absolutely um Roots, you know, when I picked this game up, I expected it to be a lot like uh, Grand Theft Auto V, you know, a, a shooter where you get to drive cars around and fulfill missions. 
Uh, but there's a lot more going on here than just the shooting. There's melee attacks. You're able to uh, use your software to hack into enemies and, and, and different types of surveillance systems. Um, again, just a lot going on with the gameplay, a lot more than I even expected. Yeah, the gameplay loop is, is super deep as well, right? A lot of things you can do. Um, I did not know that you could do as well. And uh, I feel like it's it's different, a little bit different than GTA 5 in that respect. Although you can do a lot of different things in GTA 5, but I don't think you can do in too much melee, um, aside from, you know, I guess maybe smacking somebody. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the VR implementation here from the Loot Cross mod. Um, now, full disclosure, uh, I use an older version of the mod it very well and probably has been updated since the version of the mod that I used. So keep that in mind. Uh, but this wasn't the best uh, Luke Ross mod that I've ever tried in terms of visuals. It wasn't the worst either. I, I think everything looked pretty good. Some things looked really good. Uh, but I had a problem, you know, my minor problem, major problem. I guess it depends on who you ask. Um, with some artifacts around certain geometry in the game. There were there, certain Rain. characters, certain uh, like structures would kind of have this blurry halo around it. Did you guys get that too? I did. I had to turn everything way down too, by the way. I don't know if you had you guys to do it, but I had, I had all kinds of issues in the beginning. Really? Well, I'll tell you what. I tried to turn the ray tracing on. I tried to turn the DLSS on and then realized I don't think it's optimized for this. Um, FSR. FSR is what you got to use. The, oh, okay. Uh, you told me, you said that, right? That the FSR, damn it. I didn't even think about that because that's a technology typically for AMD. So I'm going to go back and try that. But one thing I will say, um, because I played through the beginning part of it, or the, I guess where I was at, because um, it didn't make me restart. Uh, and I thought, wow, it looks good, but doesn't look as good as I thought it remembered. And I went and tr tweaked a bunch of settings, but I didn't go into the video and actually um you, they've, he's got set certain presets i think it starts at like 2700 by something 2732 or something but you can kick it up to 3000 by 3000 or whatever which is what i did and that made it look a thousand times crisper and clear and it made it look amazing so i would think that uh you know because up until that point i thought the same thing i'm like man this doesn't look as good and it kind of made me think that you know, and I don't know, I have no way to check anymore. But I feel bad because a lot of people, maybe they, they've got a 1080 or a, maybe even a 2080, and they're not going to be, they're going to be looking at what I saw from the beginning before I cranked everything up. And that's what looked phenomenally crisp and clear. So I, yeah, I didn't I crank even getting bottlenecked. That's what my problem is. I think because I have a 3080, I just like you do, Ruth. But I think my problem is I don't have a good I don't have CPU a, a, as you do. And I think this is the first time that the bottleneck is really giving me a huge issue with the cpu what i would do is run your uh core temp or any program like that that's going to monitor your cpu when you're running the game and that'll tell you if it's maxed out your cpu is yep. uh, but your gpu is not then it clearly is uh, i'll tell you a couple of things to check eric the first one i already mentioned which was uh, you want to use fsr you want to yep. enable it and turn it on ultra quality like like there's a bunch of different presets Go to the quality end of the spectrum. Uh, something else you want to check out is whether or not you're running it in OpenVR or OpenXR. So when I played this game originally, I played this mod originally, I, I ran it 
through Steam VR using OpenVR. And I got, uh, you know, after I turned FSR on, I got a solid 90 out of it and it's, it stayed there. Wow. Today, um, I booted the game up and it told me, hey, you're using a G2. It's probably a good idea for you to use OpenXR and get rid of Steam VR altogether. With, and I took that advice because typically that has been what works the best for me. Normally, the best way to run these games on G2 is running it outside of Steam VR on OpenXR. Typically, the game runs like shit in Steam VR for me. Just the opposite in this game. Like when I moved over to OpenXR, it was steady, but it was steady at 60. Mm. It didn't bounce at all. Um, so I'm starting to think now after I played the game that maybe something got changed in the settings because you can lock the frame rate in the graphics settings. Mm. I'm thinking maybe it got locked to 60 because it wasn't bouncing or moving at all. It was just solid 60 the whole time. So that was either because uh, it just doesn't work as well in OpenXR or again, maybe, maybe I had something wrong in my settings, which is something you might want to check as well. If your frame rate was locked low, it might just be because in the settings it was locked on 45 or 60 or something. Yeah, very well could be. And and I know what you're talking about too, because Steam, Steam VR sometimes can be a beast and it just sucks. It's like, so I don't know what it is, but it can really mess up your system. So I usually try and run everything in OpenXR. Um, we were talking about this with, um, with after the fall the other day when I was having an issue with my steam version of after the fall, because I, 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 am getting that crashing issue again. And I think it's because I've been running it, you know, through steam VR. And, uh, that was one of the things I was going to try later was trying to run it in open XR. So you only, you only tried this one in steam VR. I did. What you need to try Matt, is, uh, redoing your hard drive because you're having a lot of issues and crashes and weird things happen it's enough to the point where, I would have already wiped, re-wiped my hard drive weeks ago. Me, personally, anyway. The crashes is really, it's just with After the Fall. I've got some issue with that game. I, I really don't have that crash without, just with and that And you've one. moved it, right? On different oh, drives. Yeah, you've, yeah you've tried I tried it. it first. Yeah, I was like, I was like, maybe that's because this drive is too, too, too much full or if there's a corruption there. I've tried everything. Um, and, and I remember it was good for a long time, too. Remember, it, it fixed itself. They had an update and it just it started working again and it worked for a long time and then all of a sudden now it uh, it doesn't work and then when I run the same game through Rift it runs perfectly so I wonder if it's That's... that one program is seeing it as a there you know how that one program made certain programs seen as uh, a yeah. threat yeah this was before that though oh uh, was it I I think uh, some kind of there's there's some type of corruption in that file for for after the fall for Steam that um is just is uh is is just killing it interesting yeah you know the funny thing that, that you that you mentioned the drives um i actually played the cyberpunk and as well as it ran i always had stable frame rates whether it was 60 or 90 it never really moved around um i'm playing through usb usb drive now granted it is a nvme gen 4 drive that i'm plugging into my usb uh, but I, I've played a bunch of different games on it, mostly flat game mods, and they've all ran great, even through USB. Mm. Wow, that's cool. Um, but yeah, for, for you, Eric, what I would try to do so you don't get stuck playing on Quest 2 every time is try running uh, the Rift version or or try running even the Steam version, um, but but running it through OpenXR so that it just runs natively 
in Oculus without Steam VR. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm gonna have to try it. Because that's what it is. I mean, I love this game. I don't want to have to run it with my Quest 2 every time I have these great headsets I want to use them with. And, you know, that's what I was doing with Steam. But now I just don't know if I can do it. So that's well, let me idea. tell you, th there's never been a, a, as great a time as today to figure all this shit out. Because we are, what, about uh, nine hours away now from uh, the update at the most. I can't wait. Uh, anyway. um I don't really have a whole lot more to say about uh, Cyberpunk. It's just it's this amazing game. Um, got a lukewarm reception from flat gamers, uh, but I feel like it has a whole new breadth of life uh, being able to be in the world. Uh, roots a lot of uh, freedom in this game to do what you want, progress the story as quickly or as slowly as you want. There's no lack of shit to do in Night City. Yeah. Yeah, that city's cool, man. Just roaming around it is cool in VR. Just driving. I I, I really enjoy this game. I, I like Eric. I bought it because it was 10 bucks. I played a little bit and said, I'm not playing this again. And then got into the actual world in VR and thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. So uh, definitely worth checking out. And I, I did I did use the new mod, the new version of it, Wes, and, and it ran, uh, I don't know if it ran better, but it ran good, so... If you're um, CD Red and you want to recoup some money from this game, which did not do very well, it'd be smart to put it in VR, wouldn't it? For the PSVR 2 launch. Yeah, but to be honest, VR numbers uh, don't register on these guys' radar. Like, this is a huge uh, AAA studio. They're, they're, they're used to selling multiple tens of millions of copies. Um, I mean, they could get a little money back out of it for sure, but how much resources would they have to put into it to make it's a proper? If it's VR not a big version? lift, though, which it, which you know we don't know yet, it might not be that big of a lift if they're depending on you know how they set this up for doing these hybrid games. It makes sense because it's it's if it's not that big of a lift and they don't have to put a ton of money into it, it's it, you know they could do really well with it. You know what I mean? And you got to remember, Project City Red—they're Polish developers. They're in with a lot of VR Polish developers. Um. One of the biggest parties we went to at PAX was Project CD Red. That's where I got the shirt. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> and there was probably about five Polish developers at that that party, and they were part of their part of their whole thing. So they're 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 tight. So it make it could make sense. Those guys know how to do VR too. Those oh, Polish, yeah. it's in their blood. They, they may not know what a light bulb is, but uh, <laughs> they can make VR games very well. Um. Uh, Anyway, I mean, I think that's all we've got here for tonight, guys. We've we've gone for quite some time now, a little over two hours. Uh, let me ask you, Eric, where, where does this rank amongst the uh, other Luke Ross mods that you've tried? I'm going to say I, I didn't, I'll admit, I did not put a ton of time into this. Um, I've only got a, like a few hours into it, and that's, for this type of game, it's not enough. You need more. Um, so I'm going to give it, you know, I'll put it I'll put it up there, but I, I just not it's not optimized for me. Maybe I don't know, third, fourth. I mean this you know, Red Dead Redemption's still the best. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, and GTA five was really, really good too. And Yeah, I haven't um, done GTA five yet. That's gotta be another one that's coming up soon on our list. Um You're gonna yeah, love do, that uh, one, Wes. That's talk about the action pack. The story is amazing. 
Yeah, I think I might get stuck in that one when we start playing it. That might be one that I get stuck in. Although this might be one that I get stuck in. Uh, because while it's not as good as uh, Red Dead, uh, I do feel, feel like it was better than Horizon Zero Dawn. It was leagues yeah. ahead of the Elden Ring mod. Um, so yeah, this is a game that I definitely don't want to put down. It's a game that the, the gameplay is so complex uh, and deep that you, you don't want to put it down because like I've played it a, a few times, but I had to start over because I couldn't remember how to do all the stuff. There's a lot of stuff you can do. So I had to start over just so I could redo the tutorial. Uh, so it's not a game I want to put down. I want to keep playing it uh, because it is that good. Although, I mean, it's tough to do. I, I would I would put it right in the middle. I would say that as far as the VR implementation goes, Red Dead was better. I'd say Ghostwire Tokyo yep. was better. Then this, and then under that, Horizon and then under that Elden Ring. That's that's where I would put it. Roots, you've played all of these. Uh, where, where does it rank in, on your list? Horizon was the worst for me. Performance and everything. I just, it just didn't, and I didn't care for the gameplay. I don't know why. I mean, I guess if you really, people really like that, but, um, but that, and I think Elden Ring probably, probably fit, would fit in there as far as that goes, going down the line as far as how, good they are implemented although the elden ring mod is really good as well um it's just uh, i would have the highest list i think yeah i i thought the elden ring was really really good i would have it above this yeah well didn't you guys have to play it in in like flat 360 though or you guys are getting 3d now right out of these yeah, yeah i've been i've not even been touching the 3d anymore i've just been leaving it on and so yeah it's uh i think maybe the newer mods or are the versions are making it a little bit better or something um but uh did he do death stranding somebody did death stranding didn't they i, I want to play that. I, I hadn't heard of that is there i don't think so i know there's yet. a way to play it. it it might be a reshade thing uh, there's a way to do it i don't know if it's full vr or not mm. uh but um that's a game i'd love to get into it's it seems like my kind of weird that one yeah i have it i played like the first 45 minutes of it which it was really good i just didn't have time to get back into it Oh shit, Guido! Thank you, thank you for uh, mentioning that. I had forgotten all about that. Friends, we have got an after the fall uh, key to give away, uh, and I was thinking maybe we would do it uh, during your stream, Eric. But well, I mean, why don't we just give it away right now? Yeah, I would do because uh, I get the awesome people at uh, at Vertigo have sent me some keys to give away during the stream. So yeah, let's give it to let's give it to the virtual strangers community. Awesome. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Trivia time, ladies and gents. Let me lay forth the, um, and by the way, thank you, Guido, not only for reminding me, but for donating this key. This is all on Guido. Uh, thank you, sir. Your support is amazing as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hell yeah. This oh. trivia time, I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'm sorry, Roots, what? No, oh, I just put the answer in there, Vertigo Games. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not going to be it. No, that's not going to be it. But we're going to make it a little bit more difficult this time. Uh, you guys are going to have to think a little bit about this. Mm. Um, so Vertigo Games, uh, you know, developer of After the Fall, developer of Arizona Sunshine, also a prominent publisher in mm. VR. Uh, they've, they've published games before. They are about to publish even more notable VR titles. First person on my chat to tell me one game that Vertigo Games has or will publish will win a, a copy of After the Fall for Steam. 
Oh, I want to answer this right now. What am, what am a I... real good one coming up that yeah. we didn't expect for Vertigo to be publishing, but mm. I really, up. really, really want, I can't wait for it. Corporate Zombie says fear of heights. I've never heard of that. Is it, are you being serious? Snow breed. <laughs> or maybe that's just, uh, is that a game or is that just, uh, you're saying fear of heights? <laughs> that sounds like a, like an early PC VR game is what that sounds like. Uh, let's see here. Google it up. Fear of heights. Fear of heights. Face your nightmares in 360 VR. 360 fear of heights VR. Well, what is that? Oh, that's Richie's plank. They did and not. That, plank. Yeah, I don't think this is a game. He's talking about something if it else. Is, I'll stand if it is, I'll stand corrected, and we'll buy you another copy. Just send me proof of it, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll buy you a copy. Let's see what else do we have here. Uh, a Fisherman's Tale. I think I think they did publish a Fisherman's Tale, didn't they, Roots? I I think so. You still need to play that game. Did they really? I didn't. I didn't know that. Was it Vertigo Games? Yeah. They published. I'm pretty sure. But I'll verify it right now. But I'm pretty sure. That's a hell of an answer, Zalen Maru. If that's the case. That is correct. Developed by Interspace VR, published by Vertigo Games, January 22nd, 2019. Zayla Maru, you are the winner. Congratulations. Um, RZ Attacks, part of the thing, part of the prerequisite was that not Arizona Sunshine. Not <laughs> After the Fall, not Arizona Sunshine. Name one that they published. Zayla Maru answering with a fisherman's tail. Um, and the other the other caveat is you need to be available for Mash's stream 12 hours yeah. on Friday. No, <laughs> Are you ready, Zalen Maru? 12 hours. 12 hours go. straight. If you're if you're uh, playing this game for the first time, you're gonna want to play it for 12 hours straight. That's true. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You're gonna need to just to get up on the on on the level to play with everyone else, man. You got some yeah. leveling up to do, brother. I'll tell you we what, it took me a hundred hours. To even oh, get any bore boredom out of it, and I'm starting to get re revitalized from it, invigorated. Yeah. We need some Wolveraza. We need some. I haven't talked to him yet. We need some Wolveraza action. We haven't played with him in a while. And uh, Wolveraza, we need you. In I the just moment. played with Wolvie. I just played yeah. with him uh, on Survive. What? Oh, that's right. right. You did, and I couldn't get in. It's so crazy. And this random lady th that we couldn't hear because. You can't access the options from the game. You have to go back to the menu. But somebody it. guessed our code, uh, our code one two three. You know, the same <laughs> as my luggage. And um, what's crazy and, uh, is our... this random chick can get in there, but I couldn't find the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Stupid. I think it's because was we'll be playing on Viport, or does he have it on Steam? Because maybe it's a Viport thing. That's were you playing on Viport? I was, yes. So, it may be maybe that the uh, Viport people can't join game. That would be weird that you could still host one, but not join, right? You'd think well, it took that... a minute. It took a minute for for my thing to even show up. I mean, I was in that lobby for fucking ten, fifteen minutes before Wooly could find me. He was on and, Viport uh, too, so on Viport as well. Well, I don't know. Weird it shoots that theory all the hell. Like it is I... weird, and you know it, it's a it's a damn shame because the game's actually good. Like yeah. it's way better than we remember it being. It looked yeah. good. That's why I was so frustrated. I, you know, I refreshed. I tried to get in there for thirty minutes straight. It just wasn't happening. 
it's as if uh it's as if um the zero caliber developers made a, a zombie shooter because that's what it's like <laughs> you got all that attachments and stuff and really cool weapon uh, mechanics um but it's an arizona sunshine style game that's built around looting and scavenging tons of zombies to kill and there's a story driving you through it hmm. um big map uh you know four player co-op if it works um mm -hmm. a lot to like about that game for real Anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our episode. Zayla Maru, be sure to hit me up on uh, Discord or Twitter or Patreon, whatever you choose, and we'll get that key over to you ASAP so you can be ready to play when the update drops in just a few hours. Yep. Anyway, if you guys like the video, you know what to do. Give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, click the subscribe button, but don't forget to ring the bell as well so that you can be notified next time we go live, which won't be long. Um, if you want to do a little something extra, help support us, you can support us on Patreon, where for as little as $3 per month, you can gain access to our weekly show notes, insider updates, exclusive content, all for less than a dollar per week. What an awesome deal. Almost as good as a buy for it. Steal. Uh, when it works. And of course, uh, if you guys are sad to see us go, you want to be able to talk to us when we're not sitting in front of a camera or microphone, you can do so by joining our community on discord there's a link down below an invitation link it's free to join and we're in there lurking 24 7 talking about so much more than vr but also a lot of vr anyway uh with that said friends i'd like to thank you all once again for watching and for eric and roots i'm wes we will see you very very soon friday on q2c 12 hours for breast cancer awareness be sure to tune in Bye. Take it easy. See you later.